What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I am one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer, Nick Hello. Scarpino. Hi, everyone. Welcome. The pure one, Tim Geddes. Let Tim host. He's beautiful. The pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. Beyond. Whoa. Oh, and he's in his face on the mic, it looked like. Those my, my glasses. glasses. That's why you wear them, right? For protection. Yeah. And then none other, the naughty dog himself, David Ballard. Naughty? Yeah. I feel like your mic might be a little high. Did we not adjust you before no, this? He, it's right where we want it. We want it eye level. We want it eye level for David. You can hi. Twist I think this we want it to come here. down a little bit. Twist this Let's have him down right. a little. No, like, like this, like this, like this, like this. Like that. Is that better? That's good. Okay. That's no, fantastic. You, know, like, you look like you're, you're craning your neck. Hey, what's up? That's good. Have bad, you know, scoliosis kind of, you know, posture and get right into that. There we go. Right into something with scoliosis. What's wrong with scoliosis? I know people with scoliosis. You know people with scoliosis. Yeah. yeah. You, you, Game developers. Remember in school when you have to go do the test? Mm-hmm. They put you in the, the, the gym teacher. Oh, right? God, that was the worst because they make you take your shirt off. And any time during school that I had to take my shirt off, I was not happy. <laughs> I was not a happy camper. Really? Oh, yeah. It was junior high. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. They like brought up an adult. What happened was like they, they did the scoliosis test and they were like, I was like, oh, I got to take my shirt off for this. I'm not really happy about that. Then I, I had this amazing excitement when I realized... That it was behind closed doors. Like, you didn't have to do it in front of the entire <laughs> I mean, you're school. you're just like, oh, pants off, whatever. Oh, then I was like, nurse. You're eating a donut while you I'll tell you what ails me. I remember. I'll tell you what ails me. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Do you remember? Uh, did you guys ever have to climb ropes in gym before? I never did that. They no. wouldn't let us. I think that was a thing of yesteryear. Well, yeah, because I, I was going to say, like, I remember watching, like, Wonder Years, and yeah. there's, like, a big mm-hmm. episode about mm-hmm. that, right? And then yep. I was, like, so horrified going to high school and having to climb the rope. It never happened. Yeah. I mean, when I was in grade school, they had the rope there, but it was, like, one of those, like, choose your own adventure. You want to try the rope? Go try the rope. No big deal if you don't. I, I, they wouldn't let us. Break a leg. Well, yeah, there was you, a strict no rope rule. Get in there. Everyone's I like was, a, I was dipping and dodging right with the mics today. I was right here. It was fine when it was right. over there. Now you're moving over here. Okay. You always move while you're right. talking right to the Audio Technica. You moved the Audio Technica. There it is. Ka. Oh, thank you. If you could hold that right. If you've never seen the game over Greggy Show or listened to it, the idea is simple. Once a week, four best friends, this time five, Get together, and each of them brings a random topic to the table for discussion. Then we post the high-quality MP3 for $1 on Bandcamp Friday, then on YouTube for free every Monday. GameOverGreggy.com, we call it. It's easy to get to. Who's going to go first this week? I'm going to go first. Sorry. You're going to go first. My, my, we have a very – it's all fun and games here. We got the dog. We got Ballard. I guess we, do we need the to let Ballard thing. explain himself, who he is? What's he doing? Yeah, we should do that probably. They found games. me on the street outside yeah. their house. I'm like, hey, you want to come up and shoot this podcast? And I was yeah. like, eh, I don't know. I'm just sure. That's how it was? Yeah. Okay. You make video games too. I make video games too. That's your job. Is, That's yeah. a cool job to have. It is. David Ballard worked on Uncharted 2, mm-hmm. Among Thieves, Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception, and The Last of Us. <laughs> Tim, hand me that mic. Very modest. modest. Greg's mic. Greg's mic is doing something weird. Hold on. My mic's doing something weird. Yeah, it's doing something weird. I'm not, weird. I don't like it. Well, this What's is Greg's mic. This is Greg's yeah. normal. Right, vamp, vamp. We're we're vamping. Vamp. We're doing stuff. The Last of Us was the Sorry, last everyone. of the games I shipped. Yep. Yeah. For now. <laughs> Who's the? This is better. Yeah, it's way better. Of the naughty dogs. Ooh. Cogburn, son of a Cogburn bitch. Cogburn is a naughty, 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 naughty. Yeah, that's for sure. And by the way, feel free to help yourself to the liquor. Oh, back here if you'd like. We also have. Can I have all of it, or Tim? You can have as much as you want. Give me an ice cube. Before we get started on that, we have a very important job tonight. To okay, this is we. It's all fun and games here. We had Lex well, Luthor on. We had Lex Luther on last time. We got David Maybe Ballard on this time. Can I get more than that? Nick over here shadow boxes. Tim talks about the time he had to poop. The game over Greg show has been tasked with something incredibly serious tonight. This comes from Eric Castro. He runs a fine establishment yeah. in San Diego called Polite Provisions. It is a bar. You should all go there. If you've been to San Francisco, it's like Rick House. It's fancy cocktails, fancy drinks. He turned me on the Eagle Rare. 
Exactly. He sent that up to us. He's very good about sending us stuff in general, much like tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, at Polite Provisions, they serve all manner of fancy drinks. They have private barrels there shipped to them straight from distilleries that are big deals, I guess. I don't know. Probably more expensive than I've not poured myself Knob Creek here. No, it doesn't matter. This is why I had you buy the solo cups. See what Um, I'm doing here? What is happening is they keep about seven of these at any given moment on tap for their high spenders. They're big people who come in and get the fanciest of fancy drinks. He has sent us samples. We are going to pick the next private barrel he has at Polite Provisions in San Diego, 46960th Street, on Twitter, Polite San Diego. Here comes his letter. I've highlighted the good parts because he writes too much. Uh, We're going to be drinking Henry McKenna Single Barrel 10-Year Bourbon. That's what we have here. We have several things. The Pride of Kentucky. These samples are uncut barrel strength right now. Oh, you know I love uncut. So the alcohol by volume on them is very high. In fact, they are too strong to get a proper taste of them. So it is recommended that you hit them with some water. Well, I brought that jar of water into the room. So that they open up a bit. Just don't use ice. That inhibits the aroma and will make it tougher to pick out the one you like. Remember, we are not looking for smooth. We are looking for character. So keep your senses tuned for things that everyone loves about bourbon. These are going to be used for mostly fancy old fashions. It has to be good enough to hold its own, though, without relying on juice and mixers. So we have a few to try here. How many we got? Okay. And we want to do this first with uncut... Five. I, we bourbon. have the water. Well, I mean, what do you want to do? You want to drink for a while and then drink no, these no, and see right, what's the fancy? Right. It's, there's no good. There's no good way. Yeah. So here's the water. We'll cut it with. I seriously want this one. This podcast in with all of us on the floor and like the, the videotape is just going for hours before yeah. we wake up. That's yeah. probably gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, even I, I tried to pour myself knob yet. I'm sorry. It's okay. I had no way to break it to you. Portillo keeps it. like ducking and diving in between my feet. Portillo, go. It's exciting. He likes it. He's, he's, he's fine. He's okay. last week where he was. Go to bed. He's right here. He's here. He's right here, ladies and gentlemen. Right here. All right, so we have. Oh, they even they look like old timey medicine you yeah, see in like the West. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Henry McKenna single barrel. There's no special name to him. This one is one twenty nine point two alcohol by volume. Let me smell this before I. End this one is one one five point six. This guy is one hundred and sixty proof. Now, Greg, not that I don't have any faith in you. One twenty five proof. Yeah. It's just that. Have you checked this out yet? No. So you don't know if this person's real or if they've... Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. No, 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 no. We know him. Oh, you know him. Okay. Eric Castro. He sent that bottle at Eagle Red He owns uh, poison, okay. literally. Poison. Eric Castro is a fine young gentleman. He just, worked for a long time in San Francisco. Okay. Ran Rick House. Oh, big okay. IGN fan. Sent me all that gin that used to float around yeah, the office. Yeah. Then he float. He uh, sent up a whiskey package when I got cancer. He's a okay. good dude. Here are polite as fuck. That is their sticker for polite provisions. San Diego. Oh, yeah. We got a whole bunch here. Don't worry. Since 2012. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Put a couple of those up. Yeah. So let's get going. Well, we're How many we got? We got five, six? All right. I was born in San Diego, so can I be the pride of San Diego yeah. for the rest of the night? Sure. Yeah, you okay. absolutely can. You want to sell the out? Pride, you know, the La Jolla re- kid? Can I call you like- La Jolla kid? <laughs> so what do we want to do? We want to... Uh, I'll let you handle it from here, Greg. What's... I'm going to take our glasses and get them out of here for a minute. Tim, I'm assuming you're the pure one. Glasses. You're not drinking. I'm the pure one, yeah. All right, you're not gonna drink any of this. You know what? Actually, whoa! I'm doing it for the for the for the stroll, as, as I would for call him. Yeah, well, you could stroll, Castro. What's stro? Oh, we'll call okay, him sure. The stro, where and I'm there's one extra for that one. Okay. And I need another one, right? Because we got five. Yeah. Perfect. There we you go. You couldn't really be a part of yeah. this conversation if you know. Yeah. 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 All right. So remember, we're looking for things that everybody likes in bourbon. Mm-hmm. Let's pour, if you want to run the first one, grab the first one there. Okay. Put a good sip in there. We'll put some water in there. How much do yeah? So the, so by the way, a lot of, I didn't know this uh-huh. until recently actually that when you drink bourbon, it is cut with with water. I didn't know right, that. Right, 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 right. And uh, so I'm, I don't know how much water to put in. Which serial number are you pouring right now, David? 
Uh, where are the serial numbers? Okay, right here. Four four zero. Seven eight zero four. All right, this one. Go ahead and pour them. You pour a little bit in every cup, and then we'll, we'll top them off with water. I'll give you the rundown here. Eric has given us the notes on these. All right, the nose on this one is butterscotch and spice. The taste is oak and cornbread. The finish, tobacco and cinnamon. Overall, he says, good, rich aroma, but a bit thin on palate. Okay, let's get some a little education here first. Sure. So, these words you just said, the nose. Yeah. Is this a thing? Nose is going to be the smell of it. Taste oh. is going to be the way it hits your taste. The okay. finish would be the aftertaste. And then overall, I think just you know, like, okay. his nose. Like, okay. in my opinion, Knob Creek has a very nutty You pour some water there. Like, aftertaste to it. Okay. Okay. No, not that guy. You pour him in every cup mm. needs to be cut with water. So and what, what does cut and uncut mean? Ooh, that's a little, well, this is so this hard. Is, so, uh, like I was saying, you know what? Why, you make video games. I think that's kind of hard. It's cut with water. <laughs> What's that mean? It's just there's water. It's diluted. It means diluted with water. Oh, okay. So, when you have uncut cocaine, for instance. That means it's pure. So mm. When you is cut it? it with things, yeah. it means you. you yeah, sure? a little, you, a little you, you know up. how much whiskey I drink, sir? I I, you know more about it than I do, I guess. I'm pouring you another one of the other ones here while we get going. This, this is, is going to turn into a quick This is very exciting. For, for like a, uh, but we're, we're big bourbon people. We're going to be fucking wrecked, by the way. So I'm going to just sip. I'm going to drink all of it. I'm going to pour all of it into one cocktail. Like a really bad... <laughs> But how? So we, are we? Are you keeping notes about how we feel about all this? I think it's. I think we'll just we pick have, as we go, right? And then we'll know. Yeah, that photographic history of it. Look at this photograph. There you go. Every oh, time okay. I do it, it makes me laugh. Greg, what are you doing? I'm getting the other one going, so we don't Did sit here for see twenty minutes. Any Nickelback too? Your Wikipedia. Look at your iPads. Freaking I know the Wikipedia's out. freaking out. Did you ever see uh, the movie? What was the one with that? Okay. Wyatt Earp, so Doc Holliday. Is, Tombstone. Tombstone. Dynamite movie. Remember when Maddie kept drinking the stuff? Yeah. And he was like, damn it, stop drinking all that medicine. Yeah. That's what this reminds me of. Okay, great. So here, this is serial number 4407804. Get a good smell. Mm, that does smell good. It does, it does smell butterscotch and spice. Let's get your nose in there. Don't just... just get <laughs> no, I'm get, I don't okay. know about the butterscotch. You don't smell but butterscotch? The spice? Mmm. Mm. Mm. Oh mm. yeah, doctor, that is tasty. Yeah, that is not bad at all. Okay. That has a hit to it though. Yeah. It's got you got a kick in the back. Look at Timmy. Look at the, the look at the pure one go. Got the kick. <laughs> the pure one drinking. <laughs> Reception shit. That's I really, really like this one. That's really mm. good. That one's mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, now don't give out your perfect ten just yet, everybody. I learned the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should have spaced like this out. So we did one that one. every episode for the next like four weeks. Otherwise, my liver. We still might good? Shut do you want to do that? I don't know. I mean, I don't know when he has to order the barrel. That's the other problem. Just keep doing it. Let's go. Here's the thing: we can be we can be gentlemen. You don't have to drink at all. We don't have to drink your whole thing. You have. Yeah, you do. Okay. Well, Colin says so. Yeah, I'm actually I'm gonna go drink with a Russian after this. So, I'm so you're be, screwed. It's over. You drink with yeah. some Irish guys, yeah. and then you're going out with the Russian. That's some trouble for you. All right. So do we want to? You want to move to the next one then? Get the waters going on these guys. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to keep these like here. I w- um, Put them in I'll, order. I'll bring that. Oh, you gonna get a sharpie? Yeah. There's three sharpies right there, in the little cup on the windowsill, in the new studio. We're Next, we are moving, ladies and gentlemen, to serial number four five seven three four one four. Let's see, what we got there four five seven three. They need names for these. Do they have names for these? Not any of the notes. I I'm gonna call have. the Can first one. I'm gonna call the first one, the Screaming Eagle. Okay. How do you feel about that? That's a hard, that's a hard, yeah. hard one to do. But is that too, I like that's it. too harsh? Is butterscotch a screaming? That's thank you. Thank I you. I don't know. Thank you. You don't think an eagle can have butterscotch? 
I didn't know. How dare you, sir? What's the matter with you? All right, ladies and gentlemen. The next one is for this is for four five seven three four one four. The nose. Brown sugar and molasses. I'm going to call this one... The taste. Can you just let me get through any of the things before you just name it immediately? The Boston Terrier. <laughs> taste. Complex leather and peppercorns. Complex leather? Oh, yeah. That's Finish. <laughs> Finish. Spiky, spicy orange peel. Overall excellent. Very complex. Your I actually iPad love leather. Open. Leather tastes this delicious. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> Your iPad just opened up Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> All right, iPad. We get it. Yeah. You don't want things Thank on you. Very much. Where's the button? What? Where's mine? Thank you. This one's the oh, that has you. complex leather. Hold on. It's supposed to smell like the. So we're writing. Oh, trees. I'm, Colin, what did you write the I numbers on? I wrote one. Them? I wrote one. I'm gonna write the. Okay, that's fine. I'm gonna do that too. I'm gonna do four, seven. So this will be two. Zero. Now I'm not. I'm not a fan of the smell of this one immediately. It's a more subdued smell. It's not as butterscotchy. It's, it's definitely less butterscotchy. Can we cut this with water? Yes. Really? Yeah. As you, you all much, know, much I love light. butterscotch. Ooh, <laughs> I like the smell of this one a lot. Really? It's like a, it's like a, it's like a man. It, it smells, it like, smells like complex leather. Oh, oh that's good. Is complex leather something you'd find is like it, an Aston Martin? But is it Martin? like lamb skin leather? Is it like cow leather? I mean, what, what kind of like what kind of car would okay, we find? Okay, now come on, Colin. I could drink this all day and all night. This is fucking good. All right. Ooh, this is real yeah. good. That whoa. <laughs> that's not as uh, harsh as I thought it would be. It fills the mouth. Oh my god. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like this it smells one a like a really like it tastes like a really good leather. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's like when I watched that documentary Soam, which I, I recommend a lot of people here. It's yeah, about you watch a lot of documentaries. He doesn't, he doesn't like fiction anymore. Uh, Ever. I, and it's about it's about the test to take the Master Sommelier test. Oh, there's cool. only 180 of them in the world, and a lot of people have been watching and tweeting at me saying about the recommendation. But there's all of these like things they say like where it tastes like weird things that aren't actually. Taste. Real, but like mm. that's what it tastes like, you know. Interesting. Yeah. So it's the same thing, I'm sure. You're writing your numbers down too. Oh, no, wait, oh my God, there is. Oh yeah. You, you I have hints of complex leather. <laughs> that one tastes a little bit like a warm ice cream Snickers bar. Okay, I can go with that one. I can actually do that. Brown sugar. sugar. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Ladies that's and gentlemen, remember we are drinking these thanks to Eric Castro from Polite Provisions. The Polite San Diego on Twitter. If you're in San Diego, four six nine six thirtieth Street. You better bet your bottom dollar when we go to Comic Con this year, we'll be drinking there. Wait, which one did you just put in? Uh, one, two, three. Uh, let me see what three's numbers are. You cut them with water? Not yet. I'm about to do it now. Number three is four five eight four four two zero. What do these numbers mean? It's These the are their serial numbers. Oh, like they have barrels that have barrels. all been aged yeah. for ten, and this right. is like what you cool. get out of the sample. This shit cool. was this shit was put in a barrel in 2004. That's what I love so much it, about 9/11 hadn't even happened yet. Exactly, that's exactly right, Greg. This is freedom. Bourbon. It's only 2008. <laughs> freedom bourbon. <laughs> the nose, faint butterscotch. Oh. Faint. Oh man. The taste. You know, this I'm is in. for you. I'm in this for is for you. Oh. The taste, sweet corn and cola. I'm there. The finish. So- the finish, toffee and orange. Overall note from Eric Castro, very good. Great taste, but aroma is a bit light. Thank you, Mr. Ballard. Yeah. So are you supposed this to be just smelling you? these things all right, the time? Mm-hmm. Bourbon? Really? Yeah, that's part of it. Is part of it is so, enjo- part of it is enjoying the, the aroma of the whiskey. Mm-hmm. Just like a cigar. Bourbon's not something that I mean, traditionally when we all go out, we just slam alcohol. You know, it's you build up courage. Bourbon too. and scotch, a good bourbon and a good scotch, you're not really supposed to do that with. It's more of a sipping relaxing yeah. you know you don't really want to cut a good bourbon with ice you don't want to cut too much a good scotch with ice you just want to kind of I've learned that word tonight there you go dilute rather I think so. this is my least favorite so far neat as they say 
I'll tell you what, it's nice. not this. It's not Coca-Cola. It's not a <laughs> it's Mexican not Coke from the corn, the corn store. Cola. RC Cola. <laughs> RC Cola. <laughs> that one's not my favorite. No, I, I think this is my least favorite so far. Okay. I agree. It's actually, it's still fantastic. Actually, we really like this, but it's, yeah, of, of the three so far. It's, it's yeah, these are all better than most bourbon. of the things we drink here. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm going back to all of them, though. You're going to do another taste around here yep. before you finish it? Sure I am. You're taking your job seriously, and that's why I love you. I, uh, yeah, the same thing. I'm going to call that one yeah, yeah, sure. this the is you. Superman. Yeah, okay. The Superman. The Superman. The, one of the, we talk about all the time how we, we knew we loved Nick Scarpino. One of the first times I knew I loved Nick Scarpino mm-hmm. is when he would walk around the office going, Superman! You do that. <laughs> but I mean, like, and he it's toned down now, Tim. No, I, It I used to be that. that it would be four times a day. For no reason, and then only, and then it became when somebody would say Superman, then it'd be if you saw something blue. So Alexis, <laughs> Alexis uh, hit this the nail around the head. Uh, she said that sometimes I'll watch a movie, and then the next day I'll pretend for like an entire week straight like I'm one of the characters from the movie. Mm. And I watched Superman two one time, like a long time ago. It and came you the shows office. that you were the girl, <laughs> that you were Ursa. <laughs> That's who you pretended as you walked around. <laughs> You know, sometimes you got to go with what you got to go hey, with. I'm um, not going to. No, but she has that one lovely part. Superman. Superman. And that's it. So I say, I say that a lot. And Greg loves it. Oh, it made Greg laugh. That was the first time I made Greg laugh. So I just stick with it. That's when, <laughs> you're great, Ned. Love that first laugh. <laughs> Ned. I didn't know who he was yet. Let's call him Ned. I like that. Let's call, can you call him Ned Scrappy Scarpino. Doo? Scrappy Doo is the best name Dude. ever. He walks into the, yeah. uh, into the lunch place where we're having lunch today. And I was like, oh, hey, look, it's Scrappy Doo. There you go. That's that's a, never met before. That's a true do, fan. Do I wish my nickname was the Terminator? Yes, I do. <laughs> but alas, am I probably going to get saddled up with Scrappy Doo? That's that's such as my. I life, wish my nickname generally. was Skynet. Ooh, I'm going to call you Skynet Dude. from now on. Would that yeah. be an awesome nickname? Yeah, that'd be cool. Cool, cool story. Real quick. We're not a Skynet. Um, uh, SpaceX. Uh, Night Dog got to go do a tour of SpaceX. It was really cool. And they have a server room full of servers, and, and both sides of the servers, one server room is called Skynet. And the other one is Cyberdyne Systems. That's, that's awesome. awesome. And it's SpaceX. I'm like, dude, we're doomed. Like, yeah, but so my cool. question is this. When you name an actual advanced computer array Skynet, are you asking for trouble? Yes. Are you it's just- a brilliant name. Like, well, whenever they came up with the idea, like, what are we going to call the, you know, the futuristic computer system? And they're like, Skynet. Which one is this? Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, number four. I know. I need the oh, serial yeah, numbers yeah, yeah, to give yeah, you yeah. the notes, son. All right. Here we go. This is 4573421 in case you want to order it at home. The nose... Is sweet caramel. Mm, yeah, the taste not... is vanilla and pecans. The finish, cinnamon mm. and charred oak. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, this Overall, good. excellent. I'm nice mix of fruit and spice. This sounds delicious. Colin, what's your first... Don't even drink it, Colin. What's your first impression of this? <laughs> what notes are you getting, Colin? It's like Sharpie. <laughs> Stop writing on them before you smell them! <laughs> Stop licking the Sharpie, Ballard. It smells <laughs> sweet to me. <laughs> this bad boy. Mm. Mm. What, was the, what was supposed to be the scent? The nose on this bad boy was sweet caramel. Yeah, it smells sweet caramel. I started for a while. I was smelling my microphone. I'm like, this doesn't smell like anything. This, this is it. The bourbon's oh. This is it. This is it. That's the jam? Oh. This is my jam. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. There was an epiphany to my right <laughs> just now. Oh, yeah. That's like sliding into a Barca lounger right there oh, in a good way. God. Like an expensive leather Barca lounger. Oh, yeah. I like that fine leather. See, this one didn't God. tell you about Eric the leather. Eric Castro. Just gave you the He's leather. He's too good to us. Polite Provisions in San Diego. Make sure you tweet at him and say, uh, at Polite San Diego, you wasted the show <laughs> watching these guys get wasted. <laughs> Do you remember the movie Blow? Who could forget it? Starring Johnny Depp. And Pee Wee Herman. I remember, I imagine that's what Eric Castro's life is like right now. I don't know Eric Castro. But I think He's that that dude. maybe... He's I, really I like friends. the guy a lot. Thank You're yeah, going to be Is fast he super friends. cool? I'm yeah. already good, like, really liking him a lot. 
but I imagine that he's Johnny Depp's character from Blow. Oh my god! Wait, the only one, the only thing, I, there's only one thing I know for sure right now, Nick. Number three is out. Yeah, number three yeah. is out. For me, it's down to two and four. Two, two and four, four in the race. I would say I'm, two and four. One's strong. I'm one and four. One I'm and one four. and four right now. I think I'm, I'm oh, one, two, and four are all in play. Wait, which one did I refer to? The bomb to? is in play. <laughs> which one did I refer to as the melted Snickers ice cream bar? You said that one for number two. Okay, let me The brown sugar two. and molasses. You said number two was out. No, 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 one, two, two and four. four are in. One, two, and four. One, two, and Three's four are in play. Three's definitely out. Yeah, that nose on this one is, it just smells, it's like All right, ladies and gentlemen. Happiness. I guess just gentlemen. You're about to enjoy four, five, eight, two, two, six, four. Yeah, that's good. This one, good. This one has a nose of deep cinnamon and brown sugar. Taste, oak and vanilla. Finish, chewy black pepper. Whoa! <laughs> that's amazing. That's Overall, the note says Thank it's you, great. Ballard. Lots of spice and oak rye dominates. Oh, right. this, is the, this is an exciting moment for me. I like the smell of this one so, right off the bat. Colin, I used to go wine tasting, mm-hmm. which I, which by use I mean I get dragged to a wine tasting every once in a while. And depending on the group, it can always be really fun, but I never really liked tasting Woo! wine. But this is a lot more fun. If it had been like this, I think I'd go to more mm-hmm. tastings. As this is why I want to go to Kentucky with all this. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You talk about that. I don't know about, about that. that one. Greg Miller. Well, Greg Miller. You know, we have... has come off. You know, we have what? Oh, we don't have any paper towels. I haven't even house. tasted it yet because I like the I smell. I have those, t- those tissues from Japan. I like the smell of this one a lot. This one's got some, some, it's some, got some kick. This, I like that this one, one a lot. is the strongest yet. Ooh. Oh, that's got pepper. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. This one is the a I really want to get fucked pepper up. Finish. This Ooh, is it like, really bad? right. I can taste it. It's yeah. got like cayenne pepper on the bottom of it. Take a look. Do you see it? It's got some. They've actually added pepper to this. Could be a piece of the barrel, right? Might be. Might be oak. Could be Eric Castor's finger. We don't know. We just drink <laughs> stuff that comes <laughs> in the mail. Dumb. I like this one. This one's strong as yeah. shit. Greg, have you ever strong. thought about that, though? Because we get a lot of stuff sent to us by fans. Yeah. You ever think about one I day they're I'm... just going to poison you? Well, I mean, I don't eat food generally. I know Eric long enough, but maybe that's been his you game all You eat food. I've, I've been, maybe this is his game all along. You think he's just I don't eat food for fans. Don't no, same food in oh, okay. general. Oh, Greg eats. You've we all it. do. Team fat. Remember when we went to Underdogs the other day and ordered two tacos and a thing of wings? Yeah, how can I forget? How do we do it, Tim? Is it? I don't know. T F T right here. You push it this you way, go, right? You go T. Like what do you mean, team you go fat T stuff here and you push it to the F. Oh, T F. Damn. Damn. It's like L I. What? So we've we right now three is out of the running is what we've decided. Right? Yeah, three's out. I'm going. I'm going one or two. That's man. I gotta go all the way back gonna, through. I was gonna say you want to bat the rotation again. Yeah, Just take three back. out. Number one. Greg, hit me with everything again. Wait, does everyone get a veto? Colin, you vetoed three. We'll do a vote. Yeah, we'll vote. There's four. There's five of us. That's so that'll like that'll probably work out. At this point, all right. So Nick, to your to your words, Mm -hmm. let's all keep our thoughts secret from now on. Okay. And then we'll vote. We'll go we'll go down the table after we taste it again. Sure. Sure. And we'll say what winner takes all. Okay. Now, so we're doing all of them again, or are we saying three is unlimited? We can do three again, but I may you know maybe give it another shot. Okay. Okay. I don't know. All right, gentlemen, you're going to be drinking number one: the nose, butterscotch and spice; the taste, oak and cornbread; the finish. Tobacco and cinnamon. Okay. The hair. Tim Gettys. Your hair is looking good today. How much how much hairspray do you use on that hair? I don't use any spray. I use really? this weird product. Remember, we are not looking for smooth. We are looking for character. So keep your senses tuned for things that everyone loves about bourbon. Oh, that's good. Has to be good enough to I hold its own. Smooth. Oh boy. One and five have a little bit more bite to them. Five got the character. You think one has more bite to it? Yeah, one definitely yeah. has more. From one this to is two, one. You're drinking one. Yeah, right it has a lot more. It has a lot more bite. Why did I just see you put down a cup marked five then? Because I put this here. 
I would know the difference. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a hanging Chad, and I want to be barred from the voting procedures. I don't like being called a hanging Chad. I don't get that reference. To, I have a friend oh named Chad. God! <laughs> really? really? Explain election? it to him. Explain it to him. In 2000, when Bush ran against Gore, Florida was a contested state, and they went through and counted all the votes again. And it was this big thing where there were some ballots with, like, you know, when you punch something, like do a hole punch, but the paper hangs on to the paper. Mm-hmm. It's called a hanging chad. And they were trying to figure out would that count as a vote or not. That, that, this was a whole. I can't believe you don't remember this, but this is a I whole. Was Ten. It was a big deal. It was a whole thing. He was yeah. playing Power Rangers. Yes. Okay. And then it took forever. It took forever for. Finally, Al Gore was came it, on TV and quit. Yeah, it was Gore. It took forever for him to, to Con- like, say, you know what, I'm done. Gentlemen, yeah, we, we almost got to Inauguration Day where everyone was wondering what would happen if you got that far. That's awesome. I, you know, and I, I was young, too. Your age, how old were we when I have? 2000, I guess is what you said? 2010th grade. Oh, so we weren't that super young. I was. I was also. I've also been really into politics since like. Well, was My six. thing was I don't since ever. You, you remember? The, you remember the movie? One of the and I know. Stick with me here. The Michael Moore movies that are the documentaries he did about all this and he had the whole thing on when Fahrenheit 9/11. That was it, right? Yeah, and where when Gore is like in the Senate, right? Congress. Gore was vice president. Yeah. So he, what? Which one did he oversee? Senate. Senate. Okay. And like they come in and they're all like saying like all these people are saying it's under protest, you know, that he's lost the election or whatever. But he has to just like say, "Too bad, I lost the election" or whatever. I never saw that on the news. But then you know, like, there's a big part of the documentary about it. Yep. I thought that was real interesting. Sad. Real sad. I remember my mom crying when he gave up the election. I was happy. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you were. But that, look what that got us. Yep. <laughs> Two-term president got reelected. Legitimized him. Number two, Number two. ladies and gentlemen. Number two is a nose brown sugar and molasses. Okay. Taste complex leather and peppercorns. I smell Finish, the leather. It's so funny. Spiky, spicy orange peel. I actually do smell the leather too. It smells like a new car. Like a good way. A car you want to lick. I'm just like going through now. I'm like, like just like tossing back. Like mm. every... Yeah, I think I missed I messed up the game. And I, I drank the whole thing the first time. Was I mm. supposed to keep more? You yeah, drank them all? Yeah. Oh my god, you're gonna be fucking. How wasted. I was gonna say, <laughs> look at his look at his eyes start to go. The pure one. <laughs> actually, uh, actually uh, I I was worried about the pure one, so actually every one that I poured, the one that had the least amount, I gave uh, him. He's also the one who's gotta like edit the podcast tonight for <laughs> so the first time ever. So Tim's also wearing a sticker on his arm, that's where he's at right now. I put that on before I even drank. I thought about putting Ripping one on the, the wall. Company. It does have a curse hard. word on it. If we oh. want to ever get sponsored one day, this is hard. Not yeah. Rhino, have to worry about. It. Okay. Well, it be too hard. Now, do you want to go? Do you want to go to order now? Three? The, yeah. Yeah. Let's do three. Remember, remember, we drank. Okay, I guess three's I think. out. I think, but let's try, let's give it another chance. Number three. Nose faint butterscotch. Taste sweet corn and cola. Finish toffee and orange. It's the lightest one, I think. See, I think one's the lightest. It's not bad. But it's not as good as one and two. I actually like it more the second time around, but not enough to dethrone my favorites. Oh yeah, that's got to kick. Eric's probably watching this, being like, "Why aren't they drinking water and shit to it in between?" We're not really doing it right, but no. All I taste now is burn. I'm not gonna lie. That doesn't burn me at all because this is all really? I drink. Yeah, me and Colin are men. You're a little boy. We get it. it, it it's hard. I, I like well, my girl, my girlfriend. Every once in a while, like I'll get a good bourbon. She'll like taste it, and she like can't even handle it. And like I can just drink bourbon. So that's just the you know what you do if you drink beer or whatever you drink. You know, you, you get used to it. Number four. Nose, sweet caramel. Taste, vanilla and pecans. Finish, cinnamon and charred oak. Oh, yeah, that's good. I like how you say pecans. Instead of people, pecan? Yeah, some, some people say pecan. Yeah, you get around. It makes me happy. Caramel, caramel. Some people say Khalid. Some say Khalid in the, in the words of uh, DJ Khalid. Oh, my God. I was like, what word are you talking about? And then I realized. Ten years down and I'm finally talking free. about the thing I'm thinking mm-hmm. about. 
popular rap. My entire music. mouth is on fire in a good way. <laughs> I actually was just I'm drinking one. I was drinking cool. one. Now I got drink one. You assholes. Man. I don't know. Alright, are we on to five? Number five. Then we'll cast gonna, you know, I'm not gonna drink five. So it's too spicy for me. It's got too much character. Nose, That's deep what he cinnamon. Wants. He does. Remember this. I'll read you the rules one more time. Actually, care. drink one more, then we'll read the rules. We'll go from there. Number five. Nose, deep cinnamon, and brown sugar. Taste, oak and vanilla. Finish, chewy black pepper. Chewy. The black pepper I totally get. I still taste the pepper. Oh, bourbon's so fucking good. Oh, my God. God bless it. That's what they call it. <laughs> I'm actually more okay. of a Scotch guy, but but so we're gonna vote. Pretty solid too. Remember, Eric Castro writes: We are not looking for smooth; we are looking for character. So keep your senses tuned for things that everyone loves about bourbon. We will be using this bourbon in mostly old fashions, so it has to be good enough to hold its own without relying on juices or mixers. So people will drink. People will drink this neat. Correct. Because that's how that's how OG Colin drinks his bourbon. OG. I like OG Colin. So this I have to say, my vote is for. I would say four because that to me was the best. Mm-hmm. But if we're looking for character, if that's what we're judging, well, I on, think he wants us to judge it based on what we also like. Right? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean don't vote for something you don't like just because it, it tastes like knocks you in the head. I mean, here's the easiest way, right? You're not Sorry. you're not looking for smoothness. You're quote looking for character. So keep your senses tuned for things that everyone loves about bourbon. Mm, I I don't know. I liked four a okay. lot, but five kicked my ass. Five's too much, I think. Five's too much for me. So I'm going to go four. All right. Colin Moriarty. I don't know yet. I got to go back through. David Ballard. Okay. Uh, I'm going with number two. And the reason is is it's a very rich and complex flavor. Mm -hmm. Uh, You get a lot of notes. Like the definitely sweet. uh, You get that leathery. But also, I can imagine this in a old-fashioned or whiskey sour. And I just think it would absolutely complement both of those drinks. Okay. Excellent. Greg Miller is casting his ballot for four. I enjoyed four quite a bit. Good choice. Nicholas Scarpino, the producer. I'm taking this real seriously. That's why I'm taking swigs of water. We, I know. I'm taking swigs of water out of the fucking jar. <laughs> I didn't realize that part. Dude. I'll go with. Well, uh, we don't need it anymore. I know. And I'm clean. What'd you vote for? Calm down, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm clean. not telling you. This is your call, Nick. I love you. Uh, I had it in my like, brain, and then I totally uh, forgot it. I'm gonna go with four. Also, four. Sorry, if that's yeah. Rude. I'll go with four. All right, mm-hmm. Colin Moriarty. Would you like to waste your vote? <laughs> I want to cast an honest ballot. Okay. <laughs> so Greg, he just did the Greg Oreo thing. Yeah, it's not an interesting MP3, I guess. Well, not, not, that not, not terribly interesting. Just when he's doing that part, this, this has been a fun discussion. Yeah, yeah I like this. No. And if not, you skip ahead. Big deal. Screw off. Hold on a second. There are any other bars that would like to donate some uh, alcohol for testing? Remember, when you're in San Diego, visit Polite Provisions at 4696 30th Street. Follow Polite Provisions on Twitter. Polite San Diego. That's Diego. I think I I I know where I want to go, but hold on a second. They're polite as fuck. They are polite as fuck, saying this according to the sticker that Tim. (laughs) I actually like that sticker. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. All right, hold on a second. Okay. It's got to be number four. Yay! In a landslide victory. That was hardcore. David Ballard, fuck off and die. (laughs) It was between one and four for me. What did you go for, Ballard? Two. Two. Two's really good. That was the edit star for me, too. Two's actually, in my opinion, a little stronger than four, actually, too. So that was another reason I went for that one. I I gotta say, though, five has character. 
Five is the character winner. See, like, if I was going to go to the bar, I would order five. Mm-hmm. If I was just getting one on the rocks or straight, yeah, totally. I like five a lot. Really? Johnny Five's alive. Yeah. Five. I really feel like I could sip on this and smoke it, you know, a nice mild cigar. Number four. Oh, no, totally. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, But, I mean, like, I'm just looking at different things. Like, I would order four as well. So, did he say what he's naming the new one? No. I don't think, because it's not, I think, correct me if I'm wrong a little bit here on bourbon. It's kind of like wine, right? You put it in a, in the cast iron, it comes, or iron, the oak, it comes out a bit different mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. So, yeah. that's all this is. Is like, we're picking the Henry McKenna single barrel 10-year-old. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. these all went in probably at the same time in So, this comes out, I think that this gets picked with that name. He just picks which kind. Because if we can call it the Johnny Five, <laughs> I'm going to change my Ooh, mind. Wait a minute. Wait, no, <laughs> nobody has to know that? that. There's a five in it. It's can sweet we, caramel, so it could be like we can, can say we call it sweet number four. We also shouldn't call it Johnny anything. But, oh, good point. Because wow. that's a scotch. Can we call the it Henry the McKenna. Four? Johnny Walker. The Henry McKenna Fantastic Four. There it is. Boom. All right. The Fantastic Polite, Four. Polite as fuck. Put it on a bumper sticker. There it is. Eric Castro, thank you so much thank you, for letting thank us be you. a part of your business. We hope we picked the right one. Everyone, go to Polite Provisions in San Diego. Follow them on Twitter, Polite San Diego. Then go to their location, 4696 30th Street, San Diego, Let's keep California. These bo- Let's keep these bottles, too. This is a cool little moment. We, like we would never get something like this, like from a like a legit, you know, um, distillery. So that's my topic. Oh, and now that we're all good and buzzed, who wants to go next? I'm gonna keep the notes out in case we wanna. So actually, my topic would tie in perfectly oh. uh, for this. Go for it. Oh dear. Um, oh, so my, my topic is uh, worst hangover experience you've ever had. Ooh. I want to know what how epic your night was that made your hangover that epic as well. I have a fun one. Yeah. It was Halloween about two, I think I was in college. Might have been my senior year in college. We're talking 2002, 2001. I decided from, I don't know why. I don't know why I decided to do this, but I went as the Incredible Hulk. And I painted myself, or rather my brother helped me paint myself from head to toe green. <laughs> so I took pictures? an old, Oh yeah, I have them somewhere. I, I, I'll have to find them for you. Yeah, I'll have my description, ladies and gentlemen. I'll have my brother uh, take pictures and send them up. I'll tweet them out. He'll take pictures. Well, he's got. He's, well, this was before <laughs> digital photography sure, was sure, prevalent, sure, sure, sure. so these are all actually printed out. Um, he has to take a picture of it. But I, I got really drunk at um, at my friend's party. We went back. I have no idea how I got home, and I woke up and I was like, and I looked at myself and I kind of just was a faint green, and I'm not sure <laughs> why. And I then I looked down at my buddy's all white couch. And that was the answer. And I felt physically and mentally terrible because of that. Because no matter how many times I tried to hope, like flip the cushions, that was not that was not happening. I thought that was going to end completely different. I thought he was going to puke and it'd be all green. Well, I, no, I thought you were just going to be like, why the fuck am I green? Oh, no. <laughs> That'd be no, awesome. that would have been amazing, too. But yeah, that, that was that. And then we got burritos from Alberto's down in, in Costa Mesa. Of it was amazing. That was it. My, I, I have two stories that spring to mind. I have a defining hangover story from when I first got to college. And I was in, you know, Antlers, like I always talk about, right? Sporting group, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I was a freshman trying to make my name in the group. uh, When Mizzou basketball. Portillo likes number four. Four, that's the winner. Yeah, there it is. Uh, Let Greg finish. Yeah, we read about you on Twitter all the time, cutting people off on this show. You better knock it off. You better knock it off. Uh, so Mizzou in the olden days and still to this day, I believe kicks off their like legit basketball season, uh, in the, this arch war thing with, uh, Illinois, they go to, they play basketball in St. Louis, neutral ground, play basketball, have a big game or whatever. And so students had to camp out to get their tickets or whatever, you know, line up to get their tickets. And us, the antlers are based around the fact that biggest sports fan at fans at Mizzou, they're going to do it. So a whole group went out and lined up and they're going to take shifts, letting people in. I wasn't even going to be in town. I'd be back in Chicago for this 
game. So I just went and lined up to hold spots with everybody else. So it's me and like two really super senior antlers who I'm trying to impress and do well with. And then one of their best friends who's there and a couple of their dudes. And the best friend is sitting there. He's like, hey, Blue, because I had blue hair. He's like, hey, Blue, tonight we're finishing this bottle of Johnny – I'm sorry, uh, Evan Williams, the knockoff uh, Jack Daniels. We're going to finish this bottle of Evan Williams together. And I'm like, all right. And I, you know, I mean, I drank a bit here and there before, but like this is like full on. Like now I'm drinking for real in college. Like and I'm not drinking whiskey, you know what I mean, like this or whatever. So me and him passed this bottle of Evan Williams back all night long. And then at some point we're drunk, obviously, and so we were camped outside of the Hearn Center, which is the basketball, the old basketball stadium at Mizzou, and we start walking around and eventually find an open door. So wasted with this bottle of Evan Williams, we go into the Hearn Center and like explore around, going through all this. He's showing me all this cool Mizzou stuff. We eventually get back to where all the gymnastic stuff is, where they practice, and they have like the thing where you know you, you can pole vault into it and land on the giant mat and of do all course. these different things and the pommel horse. And he's doing pommel horse stuff, and I just ran out into the middle of the giant mat you land in or whatever when you do the pole vault. Jumped in the middle of that, and then was so exhausted and drunk that I literally couldn't get out of it. And I, I there was like, there's a brief, real moment of like, I'm gonna die here because it's like I'm, I'm flailing around like quicksand and I can't move. Even when you're not drunk, that is horrifying. Right. And so eventually, I like army crawl out of it. We go out there, we drink more, we sleep the night away out there with everybody else in the cold on the you know concrete of the Hearn Center. You barely get any sleep. I wake up and just like I'm. This is like the first like legit super hangover I've had, which would be go be the first of many. But pounding headache, I'm dying, and I go back into my dorm. I change clothes and I go to class, and I end up puking in three different toilets on the Mizzou campus. None of them at my dorm though, which I was always very impressed about. But the worst being when I'm I missed a, like a French test or something, so I had to go to that find that French TA or whatever, take the test, do all this stuff at his office. But in the middle of the test, I'm like I have to go to the bathroom. And I just went and he's like, I'm like, is there a bathroom in the toilet? like yeah the TA's one's right here I'm like I just go in there and vomit all over this toilet <laughs> then back out finish the French exam then go home and die there you go that's horrible David Ballard uh, okay so mine is actually um, hmm okay well mine is is definitely the Uncharted 2 rap party uh, <laughs> uh, but there's also I just, I just remembered actually my friend's wedding where that's the problem when you say, I just yeah. thought of another one okay. too. There's so many right. you think of. All right. uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell the Uncharted two. Sure. Uncharted two. Okay. So, uh, rap party for Uncharted two. Uh, we're a video this, game. The video game that that we worked on, and uh, it was my first like big rap party. My first sure. rap party, and I was super excited. And uh, this this restaurant's no longer in in LA, but it's off of the marina, so it's got like this beautiful view of the ocean and stuff, and all the all the um, uh, boats and everything out there. And uh, so there's dinner and stuff, and we're eating, and then. Uh, Drinks start coming around, and we're getting drunk and stuff. And there's like a band, open bar. Of course, it's an open bar, right? Like every night, our party yeah. is an open bar. And then, uh, and then at one point, some guy, one of my coworkers, comes up and he's like, "Dude, have you have you been to the vodka room yet?" I'm like the <laughs> the what? The, the the vodka room? He's like, "Yeah, follow me." And so he takes me, and like we go in the back. Like I'm like, "We're in the kitchen. What, what are we doing?" And like um, they converted their walk-in freezer. And like at some point they're like, hey, yeah, we have all these bottles of vodka in here, uh, and they just come in and we'll pour you a shot of vodka. So we'll, periodically throughout the rest of the night, what would happen is, is like slowly everybody would go and find like a friend, like, hey, have you been to the vodka room yet? And then like you go, and then like somebody else would come to you, hey, have you been to the vodka room yet? Like I have, like, oh, well, come with me anyways. And so you go again. And so at one at one point, I like we're sitting there, we're all like cheersing, and, and like this room is smaller than this room. Actually, it's like it's like a small walking, you know. Repair. I don't think they make rooms smaller than this room. <laughs> <laughs> but so like they're, uh, uh, we're all like packed in there, we're all like cheersing. I'm like, dude, there's like 30 people in, like, like we've all been in here like five times. Like we're gonna be so messed up tomorrow. And then, 
so you know the, the vodka room's kind of infamous at Naughty Dog actually after, after that but um Everybody was puke room real quick. Exactly. So everybody, everybody like super wasted. I mean, even the waitresses at this restaurant were just wasted. Everybody was wasted. And I've got a, a flight to catch at midnight. I've got a red eye uh, that night to go back home to Texas no. from Austin. And I am wasted. And uh, for and I so I taxied to the re- to the restaurant and stored my luggage. Me and my ex girlfriend at the time stored our luggage in a friend's car in the trunk. And so then like eleven o'clock comes around, like the airport's not too far. I'm like, all right, now I gotta go. Where's my friend? And he had driven somebody who was too drunk, took them home, so all my luggage is in their car, so I had to wait. Finally gets back there, uh, taxi drives like about out of hell to get us to the airport. We still missed the flight, so we had to sit there until 5 a.m. in the morning. Mm. And then during that five-hour five wait of, mm. of sitting there, the alcohol, like... Mm, so it's, it's It's like, yeah, the, the poison spreads. And the fire rises. No! <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Good show. See you guys. <laughs> well, I just wanted to make it to our first Bane reference. See you later. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so finally, like, like I'm like, right before, right before the plane starts boarding and we're about to leave, I'm like, you know what? I need to puke. So I go and I just empty it. And that's when the ha- that's when the headache comes. Right. Mm-hmm. The splitting headache. And then we get on this plane and, and my girlfriend at the time was puking as well, like everywhere. And so we get on this plane <laughs> and uh, and I had I sit in the middle seat because I'm, I'm the gentleman and I let her have the uh, uh, the window seat. I should have said, fuck that. But no, so she's got, <laughs> she's got the window seat. I'm in this middle and there's some random guy next to me. And, I, and so I'm like cramped like this. My body wants to vomit the entire time if i had not vomited i would i would have done it all over that guy probably not the girlfriend but like all over the guy and uh and i just sat there for three and a half hours of just pure hell of like being tight and then i got a cramp in my leg i always get cramps in legs when i fly and i was like i was i was it was the worst it was the oh. worst hangover of my life i was the most miserable three and a half hours straight it was it was yeah it was like watching the dark knight rises for you thank you <laughs> colin colin before you start before you tell your story what's your favorite hangover food what do you gotta have if you're hungover? I lo- I mean I love pizza. Yeah, yeah. Pizza, you go pizza. Yeah, I if, go I, if I get a you burger, go for, that's it, the best. Yeah. Oh, oh you need like a beef, like beef grease and stuff. Mm-hmm. If I can take a quick aside, one of my other worst hangovers was on spring break at Edisto Beach in that Piggly Wiggly sweatshirt I always wear. And I I, I did all these shots because I wasn't getting drunk enough off beer fast enough, I decided. And so I passed out at midnight. And then between midnight and 9 a.m., I puked like nine times. So I remember. And I was just like, uh, the next day, I, I couldn't. I was still puking when I woke up. Friends finally went to this awesome burger place on the like beach in South Carolina. One of two places in my life I've ever been that had Freedom Fries written on their menu. <laughs> But the burgers were phenomenal, and I'll never forgetting. I get I got that burger and put it down in front of me, and almost broke down in tears because I was so terrified I was gonna eat it and throw it up. You were terrified. You almost cried because of that. I don't want to. I was a good burger. I don't, I don't want to disrespect it. I don't know which story to tell. There's a great. Is there one that quintessential starts with sex? story? No. Okay. Well, There's a quintessential story about my first holiday party at IGM, but I don't know if I. <laughs> but I don't know if I should tell that Wait, story. Yeah. My, just to let you know, mine is the recent holiday. Party. Okay. I was gonna. And that, uh, after, that you know the story? So is that all right to tell you? Think. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want, I mean, like spade for a spade or whatever. Like when he started talking about his, I remember my real one was a, an IGN holiday party as well. Was that the holiday was, party where Hillary was making everyone do the no, shots that was for the, gold stars? That was the year before. To tell both. I actually want to kind of really go back to that my friend's wedding story. All right, cool. We're all gonna do, we'll I'll do another round. We'll I'll do another round. So the first, so the first one I'll tell is my first summer back home after college. Like, like you know, when you're a freshman, and you go home. And my good friend lived. You know, I I was blessed to live on a street on Long Island where a few of my friends lived on the same street. We grew up together, and we went back home. We haven't seen no one's seen each other for a long time. So we go to my friend's house. His parents are gone for the night or whatever. 
we end up getting like really, really drunk and more and more people start coming to the house, right? Like, and you're like, oh, I haven't seen you in a long time. Let's have a shot. Let's have, you know, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I, I drink, I drink. We're getting fucked up. I pass out in the backyard next to his pool in the grass and then I f- fall asleep and then I wake up the next morning and his mom is like poking me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> As like the sun's rising, you're like, Colin, <laughs> what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> She's like, what did you guys do last night? There's beer. Like, and then she, and then I like, like held, she like got up. She's like a little lady. I got up and like held on to her like this. And I went into her house and passed out on their couch until like four in the afternoon. So that was like my first blackout. That, that is awesome. amazing. That is amazing. So I passed out my good friend's backyard. His mom woke me up. As well. The second story is my first IGN holiday party. Yeah. What year is this? 2007. Okay. Uh, I'm 22 years old. I was actually 23 at that point. And I just turned 23. And uh, that was when I, we did really big holiday. Parties. Yeah, we had yeah, a really big holiday really party. Big that was when we were with MySpace and all those guys. It was a yeah, huge was holiday a party. This is the Medea one or whatever. Yeah, the, the yeah. Indian food restaurant. Majul. Majul, yeah, yeah, with the two stories and that stuff like that. Oh, Medea is the cool black lady Tyler Perry tells stories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's true. I like those movies. So, <laughs> so I, uh, you know, I go and I'm really excited, right? I'm fresh. I'm six months out of college. I have this great job. I'm super, super excited. I'm with my friends, I'm with my buddies, I'm with Greg, everybody. Now, a guy that we work with named Mark Nix is getting, you know, drinking, but keeps feeding me shots and pretending that he's doing them with me. And I keep doing these shots. Mm-hmm. And before I know it, I I am fucking bombed. And I th- this is a point where everything kind of shuts off for me. So I only know because Greg has pictures. <laughs> and, and we have stories. Keep in mind that, like, I, Colin and I had only had, like, the one story we've told a million times about Denny's. And, like, when did you get here? Like, the summertime, yeah. right? Well, yeah, we, J- July. Yeah. We hadn't hung out much, but I, you are down, like, you, at some point you go outside to puke. And right. when you came back in, I am, like, fucking Peter Parkering you. Yeah. I'm just like, cha, 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 cha. <laughs> and you're just, like, in hysterics, and Brunvig's, like, waving me away, but I have, like, no sympathy. <laughs> yeah, so I, at some point, I go to a bench, like, you know, like, where you walk into a door and then you walk through another door so there's a bench there you know like as if you're as if you're you know you're like waiting to like get a table or something sure. like that and the mezzanine and i and i sit down and i pass out and that's where the first you know group of pictures comes from but then i end up outside puking and then i end up laying on the ground outside of the restaurant on like the concrete sidewalk passed out this is when like there's pictures of me and Brudvig, you're taking pictures, yeah. pictures of me and Will Tuttle, all these things. So a guy that had just started working with us named Mike Thompson, who doesn't work with us anymore, he oh, moved, back, Thompson, to New- yeah, yeah. moved back to New York City. He lived in the neighborhood, put me over his shoulder and walked me to his apartment and then put me into his spare bedroom. And then he went back out to party. Now, when he came home, I had somehow ended up in his bed. <laughs> I woke up at some point and ended up like going to the bathroom probably, and then walking into, into his room and going into his bed. So he wakes me up and... Sends me back to the other bedroom, and then I wake up like eight or nine in the morning, and I'm like, "Oh my god, what the fuck did I do?" You know, and I'm like young and stupid. Mm-hmm. I call Mark Ryan, who was my boss at the time, try to quit, <laughs> in shame, like you know, being like, "I know you're gonna fire me," so I offer him my <laughs> resignation, and he starts laughing. He's like, he's like, he's like, "Dude, that's the, your story's not even the most embarrassing story of last oh, night." Oh no! Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm not gonna say names, but he's like. Someone couldn't get back into their apartment last night, so they slept in the driveway of, of another person's apartment until morning came so they could get back into their apartment. He's like, that's the worst story of, yeah. of, of oh, yeah, the yeah, holiday yeah. party. And as I look back and be, like more and more on it, I'm like, that wasn't that big of a deal. I, I, I was fucking mortified. If you want to talk about a, like the most mortified I've ever been, not only one of the most hungover points I've ever been, one, most that was the most mortifying hour probably in my life when I woke up and I'm like oh my god like oh my god 
Like, what the fuck did I do last night? You know? And then I tried to, I like tried to resign. Cause I, I was like, I, 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 I was embarrassed and ashamed. I was like, I, you guys are going to fire me. So I, and everyone they, thought it was so funny when I, I, I took that day off, by the way, whenever I came out of the office, everyone was like, that was the fucking best. <laughs> oh no. Dude, the, the, IGN, the IGN Christmas parties are infamous for that. And, yeah. and, and it's, there was one year, I think it was the year after that we had it. Well, I forget the name of the place, but it was the place. There was a two-story place where Hillary was actually doing that game, where Hillary Goldstein was doing a game. Where well, this is a yeah, this is the Gold Star game. This is the Gold Star. That game. That was 2010, I think. And that, and oh, no, no, 2009. I just remember. Uh, and this is a resurrection of a classic IGN game that's like from like the founder days, right? Where it was like Chris Carl doing that to like all the editors and Jeremy Dunham having like a million on him. And so we finally psyched Hillary up to do it again for this holiday party. Yeah. It was one of the worst decisions. It was ever horrible. Made. And and at the end, like you would get you would do a shot, you get a gold star. And then at the end, whoever won, that part was never actually worked out. You don't know no. what you got. You didn't get anything except for it turns out a wicked hangover and maybe getting hit by I something. I believe Bromley's the one who won. Oh, he's he won. documented it many times that he puked in that stairwell out there. He won. <laughs> but I, I remember I didn't get particularly drunk at that Christmas party. I think I kind of had um, – gosh, that's right. I think my wife had like left. My then-girlfriend at the time had left like on a long trip and I was missing her, so I was a little depressed. Aww. And uh, I just remember sitting outside – uh, I think I was smoking a cigarette, and I yeah. and, and yeah, look cool, super cool. And IGN employees, one by one, would start to walk out very slowly, uh, like Plants vs Zombies, and just almost get hit by cars. <laughs> and I would pull them back, and I would hail a cab, and I'd put it in, and I'd like level up. Plants and then two, zombies. Two of them would just kind of keep going back out, and it would just be like, I mean, you know, it was it was so That's funny, great. and I made so many friends that day because like the next. I think it was that was like on a Thursday or Friday, and then everyone slept in. And then Monday, people would come up to me and be like, "Dude, Thanks so thank much, you man. so much for putting me in the cab." And I'm like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, yeah. Like, I just remember like there was one I had to yell at a cab driver because they won't take you if you're too drunk, but they're supposed to. They can't. They're not supposed to turn you away. And I was like, I, we, me and the guy that works at the place were like screaming at one dude to take this girl home from accounting, and she was just like, "I'm so glad you did that because I was gonna like I couldn't move." Yeah, my holiday, like, like the worst, literally the worst hangover I ever had that I rem- I had blocked out of my memory is another similar. It's it's a Emerging of all these stories, holiday party. I think it was the it was the year after that one, I believe, where we went to what yeah. the the nightclub across the street the from like Kate O'Brien's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then we all went to Kate O'Brien's afterward. No, that was the night. That was this. That was, was the, the star one? night or whatever. Okay. Because I have photos of me. Anyways, we're getting sidetracked. Uh, I went there and it's super embarrassing because it was like one of those like moments the next morning where Christine had to be like. I'm not signing up for this. This is not cool. You know what I mean? Of like, what had happened though? If you, this is another classic IGN Beyond story too. I'm not making this up. I believe it was a day that some Uncharted 2 news had come out. And it was something where we destroyed it. It happened in an instant. And we had videos up and articles and conversations and all this awesome content up about it. And then we had a podcast beyond as well. Nailed it. Got it all up. And so I was working pretty much right up until the party. Got it live. Left for the party. Got to the party. Super elated. Everyone's telling us how what a great job we did. I checked my phone or, or Twitter. And some kids are like, Podcast Beyond is a Beastie Boys song, and I was like, God damn it, because there had been publishing problems, and we had up, I had to upload a bunch of tests to figure out what was wrong, and one of the things I uploaded was I the Beastie that's Boys. That's amazing. And all it took was the Beastie Boys, but I called engineering, they fixed it while we were at the party, so it was back to everything's great. We destroyed it today. Today's one, of, it was one of those like, this is why we do this. This is what we're all about. This is awesome. We did so well. So I'm already drinking hard. On top of that, there was an IG editor there who will remain nameless, who got as fucked up as I did, who was drinking for the first time with us for in like ever. No one had ever seen this person 
frozen drinks. So we're I'm doing shots with this, blah blah. blah. And literally, the final mo- memory I have of that party is Craig Baradon at the bar going, "Craigie, no one will do these shots of Fernet with me." And then it's all just blackout. I don't remember anything. There is not one single solitary good next morning that started the night before with. No one will do these shots of Fernet with me. That's a Baradon and Nate special. Oh, that's a a Randy Lastimosa special. I just wake up and it's just paralyzing headache already. The worst blind. I try to sleep. Usually it's one of those things if I wake up hungover, I can go to the bathroom, get some water, come back, sleep another 15, and it's better. You know what I mean? Nothing is working here. Real quick, what what, what is Fernet exactly? I I had it for the first time last night. It's sort of like, oh, you've had it. It's Uh, like ink oil. Uh, it is uh pure evil. And it's a it's form. it's an aperti- It's a digestive one, right? Like one of those aperitifs. Digestive. Things. Yeah, thank you. That's one. It was delicious. For. I really like it. It's like a Jaeger. If you have if you've had Jaeger, oh, it's got Jaeger's a similar consistency. Oh, Jaeger's the worst. A little bit. Just, oh yeah. There yeah. you go. Get up on. I was with uh, Ray Gutierrez, and he's like, we know. "Oh, you got you got have uh, Fernet," and I was like, "What's this? He's like, it's like a San Francisco thing. Just, it just is a San Francisco it's thing. It's yeah. 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 a fun music video. And then I see nothing but like videos or billboards all around town. So. Uh, wake up, blinding headache, uh, sleep it off, doesn't work. I'm going to make it to work. I, like, I'm, I, and Christine's leaving, and I'm like, I'll see you at work. She still works. She's like, no, you won't. I'm like, no, I got, I'm coming in. And I could not start it, could not get it up, could not get going at all. And so eventually I woke up and went to the – like I limped out into my living room. And I had like a bar top, and I put the computer on it and laid my head next to the computer and like checked email. <laughs> and, like I am to everybody. But I, and like Christine came back, and she was like – understandably mad and I'm like I'm sorry like I don't bear down and Fernet she's like do you remember anything afterwards I'm like no she's like you were like you were walking into parking meters you, you we were gonna walk the dog I was gonna walk the dog for you and you're like no I'll do it so I took you out there and you were just getting pulled you fell you hit the wall <laughs> like, uh, and then eventually I went in the bathroom and at some point lost my balance and tear, tore the towel rack off yeah. the wall yeah you gotta do that and it was just one of those things she told me all this and I'm like this is not who I want to be to this girl like I don't want to be the, you know what I mean it's yeah. like that total like I'm sorry like you know what I mean like you're, I fucked up. I you're got a big guy to be stumbling around. That's the thing, right? Drunk. She's a little girl, and She's like I'm just like some big. stupid She's bear really that small. can't stand up. Yeah, no good. So yeah. going to me, yeah. yeah. That holiday party you're just talking about, infamous. I was. You're when, the unnamed person, right? I was an intern at that point, and I'm interning, and then I'll never forget this. It was the day of the holiday party, and then Jessica Chovat came in and was like, "Hey, you're not invited to the the party." And I'm like, "Cool." And I didn't go. She was messing with me. She was just joking with me. I didn't go that night because I thought Aww. I wasn't invited and I felt bad. But no, I was actually <laughs> invited. And, and the next day she was like, dude, why weren't you there? I was messing with you. I'm like, oh, man. And that's when I learned IGN just likes messing with people. No, yeah. Jessica Chobot likes messing too, with people, that too. That too. That too. But IGN, anyways. yes, but Jess was a master of that. Two days ago, I punched Vince in the arm. And then the next day, me and Brian Altano flipped Brian Albert's desk. So we still like messing with each other. That's I just true. look over and I see Brian Altano and Greg just wrecking Brian Albert's desk. Like flipping his computer over. Because he tweeted a photo of a burrito at us. Done. That was hilarious. <laughs> What's funny about that is that had happened moments before I walked up. I had no idea this was a thing. I had no idea you guys were doing that. And what was the first thing I said to you this morning? Why don't you haze this guy more? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, well, I was no. like why don't you guys give the associates and I think, more crap? And you're like, true. dude, you should have been here five seconds ago. Someone told me that. Because like, when I started, you know, people did that shit. When I was an intern, back, like way back in the day, 10 oh, years ago, you. they really fucked with me. You know, and they dude, did, they they did with, with the other. They, huh? Oh, they used to oh, Fran. Oh, yeah, still do. Fort, Fort still gets messed. Fort Fran oh, was notorious. Oh, yeah. Remember Fort Fran? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, like, when, like, I remember I sat next to Nick's for a long time. Nick's is our database, like, our database editor, and I have a good rapport with him. I like, Yeah, he is. He's been there forever. And, like, I remember him saying, well, first, he, I said to Greg, 
like no one fucked with you right he yeah was- i started and there was one night like three months in where i was working super late with him on some embargo or metal gear thing or whatever that was going up crazy japan time and i'm over his shoulder pointing at stuff like we're working the deli. he finally just stops and he turns to me he's like why did why does nobody fuck with you i'm like what do you mean he's like what? you started here and no one gives you shit we give everybody else shit and i'm like oh i guess it's just because i fit in you know what i mean like for me ig was a weird thing where i came in and was just like like fit perfectly yeah. with everybody it was like I, I just got there and I was that that person already see it took me a note, while but Mark, then I, I got under these two Nick and Greg like I'm you guys' boys so no one will ever you did a really good you did a really <laughs> smart Alex thing Salamita. it's like well, prison rules you did a really smart thing when you interned for us the day you were done interning Tim wrote actually each individual letter was, was actually handcrafted he typed up nice letters for all of us signed mm-hmm. them saying thank you for all the stuff he'd learned and I was like that's a really that's a pro move. That's a, hey, he got, I don't even remembers that. I, I remember know that. you remember that, but that's awesome. That, that was very cool. uh, it meant something to me. Um, I didn't get anything. By the way, side note: if Mark either. Nix ever said, "Why does anyone screw with you?" I would be terrified. <laughs> Mark Nix has <laughs> Mark Nix is the king of the long con. Mm, he one yep. time we didn't know what it was for. I'm pretty sure it still hasn't. The joke, the like the actual punchline hasn't happened yet. We walked in. Remember we said that cage in the old office? I don't yeah. think you were there. You didn't intern for us. I was in the old office now. We had this cage, the equipment cage. It was actually a physical cage. One day we came in after Christmas break and there was a camera pointed at a box. <laughs> I and remember. The, so good. No one knows where the feed went to and no one had the balls. The balls to pick up and see what was underneath the box. We all knew that it had something to do with Fran and we did not know. But I was like, for the longest time, and if and I and I I made it my life's like just my goal in life to not get on Mark Nix's bad side ever. That's I'm, amazing. I'm he's a great terrified. Dude. I don't, I don't, even, I don't even, see. I, I don't even think it's like when I talk about like I'm not terrified and like he's gonna kill me. I'm like I don't want to. You be don't want to be on the other end of on the other end of that bad guy. Gotcha. I don't think I have a good he enough plays the long uh, game ego. One of my favorite Mark Nix stories was uh, uh, back when I lived out in Burlingame, like way the hell out there. Right? You like, live in Burlingame? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That. Yeah. I lived in San Mateo for a while. Oh, cool. We should. Well, I knew, yeah, we didn't know each other then. You didn't like me. No, you didn't like me. You're loud. Um, I was. I'm so quiet now. So active. Um, so I had a birthday party out there, and a bunch of people were out there, and we were eating and drinking, and uh, we were gonna go back to my house and play Mario Kart on Wii because it had just come out, and I'm a big Mario Kart fan. And uh, Nick showed up with like 15 minutes to go in the birthday party, like before we were said we were gonna break it down and go somewhere else. He shows up in this like flashy, shiny blue shirt, like collar that Nick's never wear. I've never seen him wear it, and never wore it again. Never did. Showed up. 15 minutes. I didn't even order a drink. Just I was like, oh, hey, sat down, gave me a card. was right next to us. I'm like, all right, now we're going to go play Mario. And he's like, great. And then just never came. <laughs> so he drove all the way out there for like 15 minutes just See, sitting there. I don't understand this guy because I've worked at IGN almost four years now. Yeah. And he's been there the whole time. And me and him haven't really – I haven't seen any of this in action. But then I hear stories of this guy. And I'm like – you're a legend. There was a, yeah, there was Nick's a, is legendary. Do you have the Do you have the holiday story? Because I don't, I can't get that right. But which one? The one where he showed up in a limo. No, I don't remember that one. I just I remember there was a six month period where he didn't talk to anyone. That was interesting. Yes. And then there was an there's an old story that this predates me, but there's an old story that it was he, he didn't like another editor that worked at IGN, and he grew out this big beard, and apparently this editor couldn't grow a beard. It had it was splotchy. And always wore like the same thing. And for Halloween one year, no one knew why Nix was growing the beard out. For Halloween one year, he came as the uh, as the guy and drove the editor almost to like sheer madness. I mean, it was like threats of death threats and things like that because he had shaved blotches into his own beard and dressed exactly like the guy. And it wasn't 
you never know with Mark Nix whether it's coming from a place of Love good yeah. or just extraordinary, like, go and kill yourself right when now. When we went to go see Rambo in theaters, remember we took the day off to go yes. see Rambo? He had yes. done something similar where he was, like, growing out a beard. Yeah. And then he Rambo Day, we all go to the theater and show up, and he shows up, cut into a mustache, and then he's dressed like Rambo. It was so good. But what's amazing is that if I did that, I would want accolades. I would want Colin to be like, Scarpino, good job. Nix will show up. No, you what will, do you mean? You will laugh at him, and he will not acknowledge yeah. it at all. And then he'll just leave. And you're so, like, that was genius. So he knows the story that I heard, and like somebody needs to correct me if I'm wrong on this, because it was before my time. He showed up to a holiday party mm-hmm. in a limo with girls. Like this sounds his, familiar. With yeah. his arm around There's girls. There's so many, so many legends. <laughs> and it walked, and like Craig Baradon was outside smoking because yeah. he's still one of the cool kids. And then Nix goes smoking in for a second. Cool. Yeah, it is. Looks awesome. Leaves. Gets back in the limo and drives off. Yeah. Doesn't even go to the Only person party. that saw him was Craig. Yeah. That was it. But it was <laughs> and it was it. worth it for, for Craig to see him. Uh, he uh, is legendary. In another Nick's legends, legendary. this should just be all in the all Mark Nick's <laughs> podcast. And another legendary Nick story, when he was an intern there at IGN, right? That's how he started. You, you know his history, too. Eventually, they had to come up to him and be like, hey, Mark, why aren't you cashing your checks? Because I guess he was getting paychecks and not cashing them. He's no about, <laughs> I've never talked to him about it, but that is definitely a legend I that was passed like, down to me. I, I would not be surprised if he was if he was a billionaire. Like if he had done if he secretly was doing something that was changing the world. I would not be surprised at all. That's uh, what, amazing. What I love about you know, and I tell people this all the time is that I sat next to Nick for years, and we built like a really like pretty solid friendship with each other, like a good relationship with each other. And I love him because I know like. Nix is like very mysterious. He might not talk to you for a while, whatever. But he's always got your back. You know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. and like, and that's what I, I love that guy. Like, I like get along with him so well. And we understand each other, and he's a huge PlayStation fan too. He knows there's not many people I would admit know more about PlayStation than me or you do. He knows more about PlayStation. I'll so, like, yeah. he's like real, real, real into that shit. It's one of those weird things. That, like, yeah, not good knowledge base. When we talk about IGN, right? You know, people talk about like us or Naomi or who, all these people who are on camera, or front facing, or Mitch or somebody who's got a lot of bylines and stuff. But like. Nix is one of those people that is IGN. You know what I mean? Like that place wouldn't be the same without him. No, he does like he does very thankless work. So yeah, and yeah. also our boss's boss, Fran Mirabella, or maybe your guys's boss. My boss's boss, Fran Mirabella. We all like giving him shit because it's the best thing in the world. Yeah, but Nix too easy. So the fun. twelve days of Fran miss. There's uh, videos that are still out there. For twelve and... days, he pranked Fran in a way that I could never, and I will never be the human being that I should be because of that. <laughs> But yeah, videos of this of him just pranking Fran. My day favorite one. I mean, day. Fort Fran gets a Fort lot of Fran is Fort, Fort, Fort Fran gets a lot of kicks. But my favorite is when he, he flew a kite over Fran while from at his desk with a fan. Fran's on the phone. <laughs> Fran's on his phone doing business, and all of a sudden, Nick just stands up, turns the fan, and then gets a kite. Like, Fran's like, he's trying to work and talk on the phone at the same time. It's so so good. brilliant. So brilliant. Yeah, Fort Fran is my favorite. But so what is Fort Fran, Colin? <laughs> I think it actually predates us, Fort Fran. No, it well, it does. It was it in between does. my most inter- definitely, most it definitely. definitely. It was does. in between my. But it's a great story. Yeah, it was. A bit, well, go ahead and tell it. It was in between my internship mm-hmm. and uh, when I started. So I think it's like, what would you say? When did you start? Oh god, I started in 05. So it must have been. So you, I think you were before me. Yeah, I, I was an intern in 04. Yeah. But it must have been somewhere in between when I left and went back to college yeah. when you started. Or whatever. Fort Fran was. Do you ever see pictures of it or anything? No, I have never. I just heard the story and I thought it was genius. So Fort Fran, as I as I recall being told, is like 
Nick's building like yeah. like a huge construction around Fran's desk. Yeah. And like it was a built like a building of and and he like of boxes cardboard boxes yeah and he intricate would, yeah like an intricate and he called it you know I think wrote on it like yeah he Fort, had a there was a sign above it yeah Fort, Fort Fran. Fran and like he built this whole like and that's when we had huge you didn't ever go to the old office but in the old office we had massive desks because even when we moved to the new office we had our old desk but they actually cut them down so we had like these huge desks and he built this whole huge construction around his desk and then like where he sat and like where his shelf was and stuff like that and it was this huge. But there's a pictures of it. And Fran, being Fran, didn't tear it down for years. Of course. And you had to get it in order to get to your desk. You had to crawl like a lemur, like just burrow down through all the things and come back up. So that's why, needless to say, I never wanted to get on Mark's Nick's bad side because yeah, the man is too, he's, he's too smart and he's genius. too patient. Yeah, he is patient. And I loved I loved this year. I hadn't seen anything out of him for a while. And then in the when we did the, the um, white elf and gift exchange or whatever, his present was a pillow. Oh, that he God. got specially he that? made, yeah. yeah. He got specially made with Fran's face on it. What's, you it know, was Fran getting like <laughs> blasted with like a Nerf gun or something. Yeah. He's like, eh. what's amazing about that is Darren Brazil, who sits right next to me, won that pillow. Yeah, and now I get to look at it every day while Darren's gone on maternity. The other one, great, remember is when just out of the blue, it was coming up on Christmas, but out of the blue, Ryan Clements got a package. And he opened it up, and it was a porcelain statue of two like Greco-Roman wrestlers <laughs> naked wrestling. One of them like hand on another, the other guy's junk, and they're like it's like mid suplex, but like one's like all up on his junk, and there's no note, no nothing. And <laughs> Clements opened it up, and he's like, "What?" And it's like a long time for us to figure out it was Nick. I think we all of thought it was, it was Nick. but finally Nick admitted it was him. So, of course, that's remember that one. That's genius, dude. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. So. Before we wrap up, uh, Balor had one last story, right? The story of the engagement or the engagement party at the wedding. wedding? Yeah, yeah. If, if, if we don't want to. No, no. Get in. Get out of this mic. Out. You're the guest. Get on the mic. All right. Well, uh, this is a very embarrassing story. Good. Know. Okay. Good. All right. Um, so I was at a, a friend's uh, wedding um, two months ago in uh, December. Diet root beer. Charles in the bathroom. <laughs> Good. Get it for me anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, I'll make this quick and quick. Um, so You're fine. my buddy was like, "Hey, uh, listen, uh, the one the one thing I want I want from you for my for my wedding is I want stories, and uh, I'm kind of I've kind of got this kind of reputation mm-hmm. of uh, giving stories of you know debauchery, shena- yeah, debauchery and shenanigans. So um, he's like, I want stories. I was like, okay, I'll get you stories. And so at the wedding uh, dinner, the rehearsal dinner, uh, I was like, okay, how can I get this guy stories? And I like looked down at his thing, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna have one of every beer. Like that wasn't like my thing, right? So I did. And I was going one one for one with my buddy Micah, and uh, finally at the end of it, like it's about thirty minutes before we're gonna leave. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, oh, it's it's ha- this is happening. I got I I gotta go puke. So I was like, I was like, you know, like dinner rehearsal. I'm like, excuse me, I'll be right back. And I'm like, it's building. I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go. And the bathroom is upstairs. So I get upstairs, I'm about to run up, and I look up, and here's this, like, old man with, like, his little, like, three-year-old son, like, walking him down one step at a time, down standing, and I'm like, oh, no. So I'm, like, sitting there, like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And then they, they, they finally get down, like, third to the last step, and I just can't hold anymore, and I just go, like, like, right over the kid, like, right past <laughs> the, the adult, like, just all over the stairs, and then the kid, like, the dad, like, picks his kid up and, like, runs him off, and I'm like, okay, let's go. And I run up the stairs, and, like, I get up, and I'm about to push the door open, and I puke more, and, like, onto the door, and I, like, push it open, and I go in, and I start, like, into a urinal, and I'm like, why am I puking in a urinal? So I turn around to the sink, and I start puking in the sink. I mean, there's, like, there's, like, a, literally a trail, and then, like, it just, it looks like a horse. Ain't. They'll never know it was me. So, and then, so my buddy, my buddy Eric, who's getting married, 
somebody saw all this kind of go down, so he like runs up trying to figure, you know, you know, see what's going on, and he walks in, he's like, Ballard, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry, dude, and he like looks at me, he's like, like assessing the situation, he's like, oh, where's where's Micah? And like, you know, buddy was going one one for one with me, and all of a sudden from the stall we hear, I'm in, I'm in here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my story's not that bad. For me, it was it was the worst hangover I ever had was recently this year's ha- holiday party. We go, and it was one of those things where we're like, oh, you know what? I don't think anyone's going to go to this year's. I didn't go. I didn't go either. I didn't go either. So nobody important went. Wow. So I, I was like, I was with Alexis. I'm like, yo, yeah. we're, we're going to this thing. Yo. And she's like, hello. Great. Hell yeah. Cool. So we go Hell to this yeah. thing. And uh, there, was, there was a couple people there. You guys weren't there. It was fun. But I was I there. It was fun. It was it was very fun. It was it was very fun. So all the uh, the big guys, the top notch homies of the IGNs, they're like, "Yo, you guys are cool," and we're like, "Yeah, we're pretty cool." Yeah, we're cool. And so they just kept getting us drinks. And me and Alexis are like, "We're stupid, and we're young, and we're dumb and young." Yeah, not that young. Uh, not that young anymore. Huh? He's twenty four. Get also. Anyways, <laughs> bad news. It was all bad news. And we're just like stupid and loving it. We're like, hey, you guys are talking to us. So I drank way too much. Now, let it be known, I've never thrown up from drinking. You used to day. not drink. Wow, that's crazy. I, yeah, I used you to. You're really, one. You're one. Yeah, there was a while one. where you were like, Nick, I'm, I, you know, you're super cool. I look up to you. You're probably the coolest person I know. You might be the coolest person on the planet. Maybe the universe. <laughs> but I'm never going to drink with you, bro. It was something like that. But yeah, yeah it took a while. Anyway. <laughs> I drink, I drink, I don't drink often now, but when I do drink, I do drink a lot. And but that night I drank more than that. And I was like, oh man. And I live far away from here. Yeah, so yeah. I had to take Bart, I had to get home. And it was like, from Bart to my house is like an hour walk uphill. Jesus. It was a struggle. It was the biggest struggle of my life. And I'll never forget the next morning getting up and being like, I want to call out so bad. But it was like game of the year time. And at IGN, that's a big deal. And I'm like, I'm responsible for things. I'm a big boy now, and I got to go. So I went to work. I stumbled there, and I had to stand in a room with Fran for hours, screening videos, pretending I was not about to die. <laughs> and it was, it was the worst day of my life, just staying there, just like, I'm good, guys. I'm good. I'm good. Tim, by the way, for those of you who don't know, is he will he's the kind of guy that if he's bleeding out, but you still need him to be there, he won't say anything mm. about it. You know, he's got a gut I'll, wound. I'll complain about it, but I'll be uh, You've got a little bit more complaining. Like, sometimes <laughs> I'll be like... That happens when you get more comfortable. Yeah. Like, before I used to be like, hey, Tim, can you do this for me? And without question, you'd Just go do it. it. And now you're like, wait, why? Yeah. Do I have to? I gotta ask you else why. That do that? Well, because I learned you, Nick. I learned your games. But there's no games. He mm. solved your Sometimes Rubik's I just cube. want you to go do that. Like, the other day, you literally were like this. I was like, hey, can you grab me some uh, clear plastic cups? He's like, we don't have any of those. And then you just left. And I was like, I'm so confused by that statement. I don't <laughs> know what that you know, means. So that is not true at all. He said, hey, the clubs you got aren't good enough. I want ones with handles. And I'm like, okay. So I instantly run back. And then you were no, you went like this. No, you're wrong. No, I didn't say you're wrong. I was like, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure like you used I know they're married. So I go, I go <laughs> yeah. back and I was, I confirmed that you were right. I watched the video. I was like, oh, mm. Nick, Nick is right. <laughs> you were gone for 20 minutes. I knew you were going back and watching that video. But. Before I did that, I ran to the kitchen and I could not find the cups you're talking about. So I ran and watched the video just to confirm. And I was like, oh, crap. He's right. So then then I went around the office finding dirty cups with handles to go wash them. And by the time I got back, you already did that. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, Nick. I'll love do anything you. for you. <laughs> Damn. You. 
I'm feeling that. Some, My some real shit right there. topic is fast. Okay. 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 And furious? So, fast? No. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I like depending that. on depending on how you go with it. Steve Funkhauser, good friend of mine on Twitter here, asks the question. He's at Ron Check Designs for those of you who want to tweet at him. Oh, what's he design? I don't know. Homes? I haven't quite looked that up yet. We're not, we're not actually that close yet. In my mind, he designs sweet like prefabs. Like what's prefab, prefab homes. Prefab. Oh, okay. You know, when they like like Prefabricated the Dutch. Home. The Dutch design these cool homes where you just like they're built off site and they come and they erect them. And then they're just awesome. I don't know if Steve does that or not. Um, but his I like question to think is of him like doing like, you know, like you have a, you have a nice like bush outside and he makes it look like a swan. Yes. Ooh. That's pretty cool. Bush designers. No, Bush landscape no. artists, I there believe is what they're called. Bush uh, designers. Steve asks, if you could punch a famous person in the face, who would that be and why? Wow. I don't want to punch anybody. You don't? You don't want to punch anyone? No, I don't like Why would I want to punch anybody? You wouldn't want to punch like Hogan just to see what would happen? No, he's already chopped me. I already know what happens. It hurts Yeah, Greg had a one-up me on that one. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Just in case you were curious, I had a great video at E3 a few years ago with Hulk Hogan. It was really funny. It was awesome. You know, people were really into it. And then Greg had to go and one-up the video by doing a video that he thought was better and, you know, I mean, crazier. I was signed to go talk to Hulk Hogan again because clearly Colin couldn't get the job done, just right. like most things around here. And, you know, why I had to go you, in there and be Greg Miller about it. Because you know what I'm talking about. That. You know what it's like. Am I in that bucket? I'm oh. just saying you get me. You know what I'm talking about with okay, Moriarty so over here. so we're cool, but he can't do anything. Yeah. But I can do stuff. Yeah, you're I get fine. stuff done. Whatever. Yeah, okay, cool. Whatever. I don't know. Anybody, what's your What's your answer? Who do you want? I'm gonna, gonna go gonna Madonna. Go. You're gonna go Madonna. I don't like Madonna. You don't like her? Something about her pisses me off. You want to just punch her? You just gonna step up to her and try to <laughs> he make her her face. It was, it was when she came out with that song with the clocks. Yeah, I don't know. What the hell? Four. Hang up. Hold up. Die another day. They no, had a really know. annoying Material synth girl. beat. Nah, nah, nah. It was a, it was a. <laughs> give me some. Song. Give me some lyrics. I, I don't know the lyric hung up hung up on you I don't I don't know something like that but the beat was like is it the one from Austin Powers no it was some maybe a James Bond thing no Austin that was Powers? Dying of the Day and that, that was, was Dying awesome of the day. I liked that one that was a cool that was cool the one she had after that at the VMAs they did a mashup with the gorillas and I liked the gorillas and I did not like her at all she needed to leave right that was her coming back <laughs> I remember her doing the interviews, and I was pissed, and I was like, I want to yeah. punch you. So that's my answer. That's yours. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm not down with this. Hold on. Hold on. Keep it going. We're going to probably get Until flag. we're going to get we're gonna right here. For this. Oh, I'm wrong. We're going to get flagged. But now, mind you, I don't think any none of us punch people in the face anymore. Yeah. This is just a purely theoretical... See, I'm a total pussy what? about it. I don't want to do. You wouldn't it. do it? No, I don't want to do it because I just don't like that. Because this is people want to punch me in the face all the time. Everyone wants to punch you in the face. I'd probably, you know what? I'd probably punch you in the face. Okay. I don't know why. I'd like to see that fight. It would be awesome. I'm sure it's coming. You over a tear me apart. Here's why. I am out of shape. I got shoulder problems. I got knee problems. But you strike me as you. Here's how you. I would say something to finally push you over the edge. I would it'd probably you'd be. I never. I would never hit you. You'd be fired up about I'd something. I punch a wall. I would throw something through a window. But I probably I would never hit another. Well, human it's good. Guy. I've been shadow boxing out back lately. <laughs> <laughs> Have you mastered the move? Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, I think I'd push you over the edge finally with a little joke. I was doing some little joke, and then you'd come at me. But you'd be coming at from at me from a place of anger. Or I thought so you were that's what about a low place. No, you, well, you'd have the center of gravity on <laughs> me as come well. Come up on him. I, yeah, I don't like it. I'm I not, see. I, 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 I get. I get. I get snippy sometimes with people, but you know when to not 
Well, actually, that's not true at all. Greg has this this fun thing he does where he knows you're pissed off, and he just pushes that button no, over and over so again. I, I, over I, and don't, over I don't. When you're pissed off and I know you're pissed off, I'm quiet. Yeah. Or I try to alleviate it with a compliment. Today, you were mad during up at noon. So when you came out, I pointed out to the audience how good you look. This is a fine ensemble. Yeah, you do look and good today. Thank you. You look really you. good today. Yeah. Thank you know, you'd look a little bit better if you smoked. I'm really just attracted saying. to you right now. <laughs> I was I was noticing you looking at me yeah. today, and I want you to know I was looking at you too. Is a ballard a type of bird? That's a mallard. 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 Yeah. There you go. Close yeah. enough. It's yeah. a duck. A male duck. Ballard. Is there someone you would you would punch in the face? I, I, I'm still thinking. I, Neil Druckmann. I think for fun. <laughs> just Neil Druckmann. Just take him out. You got to awesome. you, if you want to be the best, you got to take down the best. <laughs> I uh, Neil will kick my ass. Actually, I think Neil. Neil looks spry. Uh, it looks like yeah you. It seems like, you know, you look at Neil Druckmann, you're like, I can break he, this guy like, in half. But it would be like one of those movie things where you hit him and he just goes. <laughs> he looks well. <laughs> he just comes exactly, back, yeah. sl- sl- pushes his hair back. He's like, he's, he's, unass- he's unassuming, right? He's yeah. very unassuming. But like, I think Neil, he's got that. He's really fighting him. He's, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to pick Collins for him. I'm just going to see. I'm just going to throw it out there and you tell me if this, I'm right or wrong. Okay. Shia LaBeouf. No. No. No, no, no. I have no beef with him. I actually kind of like Greg's you answer. Have, you have no beef with him? I have no, yeah, that's right. Oh, oh dear. Um, I, I like Greg's answer in the sense that, you know, there's a lot of internet tough guys that are, you know, talk shit about us, you know, from time to time. And, Wahlberg. you know, none of them ever do it in person because they're cowards. But, oh, the, you're just throwing the gloves down the, on that but one. The, but the intent is we there. We talk about that all the time. Yeah, I talk about, I've, I've said that a million times. They're cowards. The intent is there, right? And I've done a, like Greg's talked about this before in the past. Like I've tried, and I think I've done a really nice job taking Greg's lead of just cleaning it up in the sense of like you know I used to during Jets games be like Mark Sanchez, you fucking yep. suck. Yep. You know I would tweet it like every week like you suck, you suck. Why you know but but like <laughs> but like you know but like Mark Sanchez is just a dude. Yeah, he gets paid a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. He deserves ridicule. But do I really need to? Put that out there into the universe. The story yeah. I always tell, and I know it's it's a, for a lot of fans out there, they've heard it right, is that I was once watching an episode of The Office, and this is not their final season, the season before that, and I turned to Christine, I'm like, this is terrible. This is so bad. And I whipped out the phone and started writing a tweet that was something along the lines of, at NBC needs to take at The Office out back and shoot it. And Christine's like, yeah, she saw me type it, and then she saw me start deleting it. She's like, why are you deleting it? Like that's, And I'm like... This is exactly what people do to me. We think because they're on TV that they don't have feelings, that they didn't try hard. And yeah, somebody tried really hard to make The Office that season, and I didn't like it. And maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. You know, different strokes, yada yada yada. That doesn't mean I have to be such a dick about it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. some, and that's what the same thing that always happens with us, right? Where people talk shit on the internet, and you know, this is what we talk about on the right over here, right? Is like I will tweet. I'll do Twitter searches for my name and quotes because now everybody's too big of a coward to tweet at you, right? Say they don't like something about you because it's never constructive criticism. It's just that you suck. And then you find that person. I say something to them, and they're nine times out of ten, the response is like, I'm so sorry, man. I didn't know you'd ever see it. Oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they don't get the fact that you're a normal person who lives with his girlfriend and his roommate, and her, his, and we're barely making it. We got a dog, and we're doing all this YouTube stuff on our own time for fun. You know what I mean? Like, you don't think through those steps. Yeah. So even if I was going to sit here and be like, I'd punch Bill Murray, which I never would. You know what I mean? Like, Bill oh. Murray's going to see it one day and he's going to be like, oh, yeah. what I do I do? I oh honestly, my God, I, I take that back, Madonna. Like, I want to let you know, that was 2004, Tim. I'm a different man. That was 10 years ago. Really, what I want one day is like 10 episodes from now, we're just in here and the door swings open and Madonna comes in. She's like, it's on! No, but I would, seriously, yeah. seriously, though, I, would, I, I would, did come to a moment where I realized, like, mean, because I did really dislike her for a bit. Yeah. And then I, I did come to a point, I don't remember when it was, when I was like, she's not that bad. 
Yeah. And like now, now what's she doing? Performing at the Grammys with who? Macklemore. Macklemore. There you go. You know what's funny about Madonna? You, Ryan Stewart. Is it Maj? Is that what they call her? No. Madge? What? Madge? They Madge. call her Madonna. I don't know. They call her Madonna. No, she has a name. Guy Material Ritchie's girl? wife. They Madge. still together? No. No. Guy Ritchie's ex-wife. And so, so we're all basically gonna wuss out on this question. So it's, not I'm actually, it's not a wuss out. About I'm not a mean person like Ballard's you. Got an answer. Ballard's got well, no, my answer is wussing out. My answer is I'm way too nice of a person to ever punch anybody Anyone yeah, famous or not famous okay. in the face. I just No one should punch people. Can't do it. All right. I, would, I would punch Greg in the face to make uh, for a video because I think that might be the first mm. million view video on mm. Game Over Greg. <laughs> Greg Miller gets punched, punched in the just in just knock just knock face. the fuck out just yeah. brighten that cherry pie yours you know what I mean yeah yeah <laughs> right in the pecan pie <laughs> no I wouldn't do it I wouldn't do it and here's why two reasons because you're a coward <laughs> one I don't believe in violence Steve Funkhauser great question but I don't believe in violence two like, you have abnormal strength I've said this yeah. before so punching you would probably break every bone in my hand whoa that's legit actually yeah, yeah he's like a bear so I, I would be terrified that I'd hurt well, myself. Well, this is the story to yet, uh, of I'd the other day. I'd fucking kill Greg. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've already, we've gone through this on a conversation with Colin. This is the story from the other day when I jokingly punched Vince in the arm and everyone freaked out. And I was like, oh, I guess it's harder than yeah, I thought. I was like, I couldn't believe that. I was like, that was like a real punch. That would have knocked me out. <laughs> what did you, you, you come that, like, back that, and just put all your weight in? No, I said that it was like, hard punch, I man. said it was like 10 to 20%. And I still think no, that's, there's no way. I still think that's correct no, in the no. amount of percentage you I was throwing. You would have punched right through his fucking body if that was 10% of your punch, Greg. <laughs> I know you like Superman, but let's, let's tone it saying, down a little bit. Vince said, and Vince said it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't painful. It was just shocking. It was, I was shocked because I was standing right there. I think like, it made a cool noise. It hurt, like it sounded like it hurt. I think I think Vince took it like a fucking man. Yeah, well, he's, a man. Like, he's a big man. I like him. Vince's a cool kid. That yeah, would I would have probably cried if you had me that hard. Now I've told you before, and we there's a conversation with Colin about it, so we won't go too deep into it. But that I have a chance to just get you if I if the fight goes the right way. You know, I have a chance to get you, and it's I just it's that. just swinging. I think, and, but I think I, I'm stronger than I look. You know, you I got was a scrappy hockey, fight hockey player yeah, you for got a long the time. Fight and stuff in you. You know, I if think, I can get one of those swings in, you know, before you can land it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm going to go for the ground. I want the ground game. Oh, I'll I'll be, on the I'd ground. be done if you got Here's my issue with it, though. Yeah. I think that because you two have known each other for so long, there's so much between you, so much tension, maybe, that sexual. you would both... Yeah, most of it's sexual, though. Most <laughs> of it is sexual, let's be honest. You're two very good-looking men. That's why it's really weird saying between them. I know. You can feel the heat, right? It's like two magnets sucking together. Um, Do they generate heat? I don't know. I don't know anything about science. <laughs> Uh, that I think you'd both be on pure adrenaline. So, Colin, I don't know that you'd be able to... Like, even if you put everything behind that and you landed it square on the jaw, Greg might just push right through that. I'd be I'd be, I'd be, be thinking plan B. Plan B is the turtle. Cause if, cause is that, turtle hard? Because if that one punch I doesn't think work... Run if, Greg, if Greg... I can out easily if outrun Greg. If I do the Neil Druckmann where you hit me and I go... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's now called and the then, Neil Druckmann. That's the yeah, Neil Druckmann. Yeah. I, I picture Greg being like, you know, like Jason or Freddy where it's like... He walks just really slowly and deliberately, and there's really nowhere you can go. <laughs> Michael Myers. Yeah. Like, he's just very, like, slow, like frustratingly slowly. Like, you see in the movies, like, yeah. why are you going so slow? If you really want it, just go get it. Yeah. You know, but Greg, you know, just running away, but you can't really ever get away. If you really want it, then just go get, get it. it. Right? Colin Moriarty. Right? Yeah. I had no taxation. All right. Awesome. What do you two got? All right. Well, you guys are all very nice people. Yeah. So, no one's getting punched in the face. Sorry. Do you want me to go? Maybe Greg. Yeah, you. So, <laughs> in the coming days, the the Sochi Olympics begin in oh, Russia, here we go. in southwestern Russia, on the Black Sea. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm curious what you think about. So in 1980, you know anything about the 1980 Moscow Olympics? By that's chance? that's the one we won the, the hockey game. That was in Lake Placid. Miracle on Ice. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was the Miracle on Ice. So it was that year. But in Moscow, there was Olympics that year. Sure. And I but they were it. boycotted by a lot of countries because of the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. Did Carter boycott those, or was that? Yeah, it was Carter. Yeah. So it was right before Reagan got elected, and. I'm wondering, so there's a big controversy about the games this year because Russia has strict anti-homosexuality laws, and it's creating a bit of a, a rift or whatever with the international community, especially with the West, because we have a much more uh, accepting view of homosexuality. Mo- most people do. Right. The United States, you know has a lot of people that are anti-homosexual sure. marriage and stuff like that but, but they're I think generally in accepting you know that you can be it's not illegal to be gay right and uh, I'm wondering if you guys think that it would have been appropriate for the United States to boycott the Olympics based on Russia's treatment of homosexuals and let me give you an example you can't necessarily go to prison for being a homosexual in Russia right now but you get fined for it pretty significant fines newspaper writers are getting fined like thousands of dollars for writing pieces about homosexual a- activists, for instance. Activists Sorry, are, real quick. Yeah. Uh, local press or the people who are over there for the Olympics? The local press. Thank you. There's no way that they would do that to the AP. Well, I mean, you've seen the whole thing now about like how they're all live tweeting how terrible their hotels are and yada, yada, yada. Well, it's not, it's not really shocking. You know, it's like... Anyways, know. beside the point, sorry. So, I'm curious if like you think that it would have been appropriate for us to boycott the Olympics based on that because I actually do. Um, I think that the Olympics are, are are supposed to be conducted in the spirit of like friendly competition between countries, and we always win, right? Because we just we have this we have, and it's not because we're necessarily better at everything. It's because we just have the most people doing the most shit. I was gonna so say we, take we place, just put so many people into the Olympics. Yeah, well, we, it's not even that we have more people. I always get the it, It's account. just that we have we do everything. There's like we don't skip any event. Yeah. Like there's countries that won't do this or they like, won't do that. You want curlers? We got curlers. Yeah, like we have, we have, like we have a great hockey. You know what I mean? We have great curlers. We have bobsledders and skiers and snowboarders and ice skaters and figure skate. You know, like there's nothing we skip. That's why we win. I would say no, and here's why: because I think my my spirit, like the spirit of America and the spirit of that winning spirit, I want to go forward anywhere we can. You know, I want to spread the word of America anywhere we can. I want our athletes, the good people that are going to go compete for our country, to be able to go and do that and win. And bring pride and and show the world kind of what we're all about. And I think that that's the way you overcome that sort of prejudice is by just basically steamrolling it, you know. Um, that and I love the shit out of curling. I just want to watch as much of that as humanly <laughs> possible. Awesome, isn't it? It's awesome. If you, I'm not actually kidding. Like it is an amazing, an amazing. Is that sport. the one with the brooms? Where they it's go? like shuffleboard but on ice, but yeah, like yeah. with big. Big, Metal big, things, uh, yeah, they're yeah. stones, yeah. and you kind of just kind of. Yeah, they slide with them. Oh man, it is. Talk about a finesse sport. <laughs> Whoo, you know, you wear like the bowling pants. You go, and you got the form as you let go of the it's, thing. It is it an excellent sport. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. That's my answer. Okay. I wish we would have. I wish we could have. But I think it. I mean, we're too as a country, we're too divided over that, right? If I was the president, which yeah, I never yeah. would be allowed to be, but no, if I was, no. I'd be. I would be a ballsy, decisive, or divisive president, right? Where I would say, I'm doing this, and I'm the president because you elected me, and this is what this is. I'm setting the tone for our country, and none of our political leaders do that. It's all infighting and being stupid, and so it would have been awesome. But there's a large portion of the country that doesn't want to do that. I would love to see it open to a vote, right? But that's a pain in the ass, obviously, and it costs thousands of billions of dollars and all this other horrible stuff. But 
if I was in a place of power where I could have made that decision, I would have said yes, we boycott it, and I would and I would have said like, I, but I I want us to be, I'm I and I think we at this table and you know San Francisco and yada yada are in a different place than the rest of the country, right? I do think mm-hmm. we're not more advanced. That, that sounds really bad when you say that, yeah. but we're definitely further along in some timeline. Everyone will catch up to us eventually, but like, I totally so you're saying we're better than everyone else. No. Not, You're saying we're yeah, decidedly we're more advanced human beings than the rest Fuck of the you, world. Fuck you, Columbia, Missouri. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I, I would, I would say that in turn, in this, on this issue. Yeah. I mean, it's. Just, I mean, I would love we're to have seen us do that. I would love to see sure. us take a stand on more stuff like this. Where you know what I mean? Like we're. We How are much of America do you think stuff. agrees with that though? No, not not much. I think it's. I think like every other issue. You know, their issues sixty forty or forty sixty or fifty fifty yeah. issues. Those. They say that no matter. The weakness of a president, for instance, right? Like the weakest of the weak presidents will never lose by more than 20, 15 points. I mean, that never happens. You know, when when Obama beat McCain by like six and a half or seven points, that was considered a landslide victory. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not like a, a, a spread. That means like four, 53 to 46 or 47. That's not like a spread of seven where it's it seems more significant than on yeah. both sides. Like it's small because there, you, there's like 40% of the people that are always going to vote Republican. 40% that are always going to vote Democrat. Yeah. Therefore, if you go party line, I'm a Republican, but I don't, I, I believe in gay marriage and gay rights. Yeah, yeah. And there are a lot of people like us, but just assuming that's like 40% of the people that are always going to be against gay rights and there are 40% that are always going to be for gay rights. I, yeah. I mean, I, I like the idea of doing it too. Well, t- tell me this, like Colin. Uh, hmm. I, have a, I have a theory. It's my personal uh, thing is that uh, had uh, the Republicans, and I think they kind of took a stance after this kind of realization uh, after the uh, election. Um, if the Republicans were a little bit more progressive socially, they would they would just steal it, in my opinion. Yeah, they dominate. Hands down. Yeah. This yeah, is what we were talking about yeah, with great. the conversation with Colin where he talks about changing Republican Party, right? Yeah. Like, Colin's Republican Party, I would back, not across the board. I would wait on issue by issue, yada, 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 candidate by candidate. But the majority of the time, let's not spend yeah. more than we make. Let's not mm-hmm. give away all our yeah, money. Absolutely. Let's not get in people's business about God, abortions, and gay marriage. And fine, totally. I'm on board with yeah. that platform. That's a logical platform. And this is one of the things that I always go back to that – Politics are illogical, right? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Everybody argues, nothing gets done. They're all a bunch of children, and I have no faith in the system or them. But if this was what we're talking about, right? If it was educated people making educated decisions, compromising, it'd be a different story. Yeah. I think, well, um, so, my, my answer uh, to this, this question is uh, you know, the Olympics are about uh, competitive uh, nature and, and showing uh, athletic capabilities and, and progressing, you know, in that. So, that's actually, I think, very good. And, um, if we were to remove uh, ourselves from uh, this competition for these reasons, I, we're obviously we're sending a message about that, but we're also like taken away from uh, you know a huge part, you know. So I like my initial thought was no, like you know we're gonna tell them what's up, like no, like we need to be more progressive. You guys need to be more progressive. You need to be more accepting. Um, but at the same time, I don't want you know you don't want to take away from you know people who, uh, especially you know. Um, homosexual athletes who want to compete and who want to you know uh show pride and, and like show hey look i'm the best i think what we should do is actually uh train our athletes and also like give money to other countries to help train their athletes so it's be like the, the point being let's just fucking beat the russians like like everybody like i don't care what country but just, we make sure we beat russia in every well, that, every event that also brings up another good point though because there's mm. there are people from russia competing yeah and that kind of puts a little bit of a dark cloud on what they're doing, right? Because, and that would suck, right? If America came out and said something stupid like that, which we never would, there would never be a policy set like that, and we would never be uh, that that crazy about anything. But, um, well, that's not true. But uh, it does suck because you want to go, and the spirit of the, the spirit of the Olympics is that everyone comes together in this great, grand, 
pure sport. And you know, no matter what the country is, we all send people to compete, and it's it's a, it's actually a really cool thing. And Jamaica uh, could have a bobsled team. They can have a bobsled. They did team. in Calgary in 1988. It's true. Um, Never saw that movie. It's an amazing movie. It's a good movie. What? Yeah. Cool Runnings, man. Excellent film. Don't like Olympics, so I just did really? not have any interest. I don't either. Um, so I it's, I mean, movie. it sucks, right? It sucks, especially imagine put yourself in this place like Russia. You're you're going, you're competing for the first time, and this is this is what everyone chooses to focus on, and it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, they train so hard That's the to bigger be in thing. these events. That, that, that would, that Harder would be, than I've, anything I've ever done in my entire life. That'd be the hard thing. All these people who close. spend their lives, yeah. you know, prepare, I mean, American athletes who spent, you know, the last, you know, two decades yeah. getting ready to go to this, and then we have to flip a switch and be like, we're not going. Yeah. Like, yeah. that sucks for them. I think it's horrible. And that's but maybe that's who I let vote. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting, like, winded holding this dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is stressing out my biceps here. Like I can't imagine what everyone's going. Through. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like I like the idea of do like standing together and be like, this is wrong, right? Yeah, I agree with what I agree with what you're saying in the sense that these people train really hard. We have, do have gay athletes. We have people that don't agree with you know the fact that we wouldn't go because of that policy, etc. And so on. My the main thing that troubles me is that we can't you know the IOC the International Olympic Committee like precludes you from being political. At the Olympics, right? Like, you can't... Like, if I won the Olympics, I would want to, like, actually hold it. Don't tread on me flag, not even an American flag. But that would be considered a a sign of... A political sign. Even though it's not. It's just a, our original flag. And that, that's, like, a loaded thing now. What were you going to say? I was going to say, this kind of goes back to what... I believe it was the German Olympics, right? Where when the, the black athletes won, oh, yeah. they, did, oh, they, yeah. they did the black power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, that could be the thing here, right? As yeah. far as if you're winning, especially if we can have homosexual athletes winning. Well, I'd love for us to be like, you know what? Go fuck yourselves. You know, it's you know IOC. And, and like we have like, you know, when you like drape yourself in the flag, like maybe you put the flag down for a while and have like a you know, gay pride flag. No, what we should do is make... Can you imagine how crazy the world, how America would go? No, could you imagine if someone made the gay pride flag? Into the used in No, that'd be amazing too. Parachute pants should come back. Uh, no, take the American flag and just do it with the colors of the gay, of the rainbow for gay pride. And yeah, I mean, I love it. What are they going to do? Way. I mean, like, what is the IOC going to do? Awesome. We fund most of their operation. We have the most gold and silver and bronze medalists. You know, I mean, we, see, we, we regularly host stars, Olympics. Man, like, what are you going bomb. to do about and it? See, that would be the thing you know? for me is like, yeah, by showing, by not going to it, you're doing so much more as far as than just pulling out athletes. You're pulling out. I'm sure, like, coverage, like, why would anybody watch, you know, nobody in America is going to watch it, and I have to imagine we're one of the biggest people watching this thing, right? Like, you get all excited what, for it. And I love stupid. I love the Winter Olympics. I love, love But if, like, I don't know if NBC, NBC wouldn't pull out, but their numbers would drop. There'd be, all, there'd be turmoil just based on the amount of money. It would be such a great way to make a statement that we don't take this. But, of course, we can't make that statement in our own country, so why? Try, yeah. You know? yeah, that's true. I just, you know, like, things aren't going well in Sochi. Like, you hear everything that's going well. I was reading a piece in the AP today about how, like, no one is going. Like, like, there are no foreigners there at all. Like, I, like I, I was really surprised to read that. Like, there were people saying, like, there's no one here. Michael Rosenbaum's going. Yeah, Rosenbaum's going to see hockey, and I wish I could do that too. But, like, I don't like – like, we go to this place, and it's like, don't – you know, you don't act like you're an American. Don't wear any American – you know, like, you don't want – it's like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, this is – it's an embarrassment. Like, like their whole operation over there is fucking embarrassing. Yeah. And it's like Bush League shit. Like, we should we should have just got the Olympics. You know, like, like we murdered it when we get when we get the Winter Olympics or the Summer Olympics. And so I, I just feel like it's going to fall apart anyway, and Sochi's going to be looked back upon as, like, this embarrassment for Putin, which is awesome because he's an asshole. But, like, you know, I, I still feel like there's something to be said about these archaic things that are going on hurting people. Yeah, we have, like, anti-gay marriage laws in some states and stuff, but it's not illegal, illegal to be gay. And when they say things to us and they say things to gay athletes and they said this, which is, you're welcome here as long as you leave the kids alone. That's what they fucking said. 
multiple times. And it's like, what does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? You know, like, isn't that weird yeah. that you would say something like that? And everyone's like, all right, well, let's go play hockey. <laughs> you know? So I agree. I hope, I hope we draw Russia, the United States hockey team. They will fucking murder that team. You know, and we can take pride in that kind of thing about beating those teams. But again, it's against, you know, maybe the Russian athletes don't agree with it either. And so yeah. like, it becomes this whole, you know, a lot of those Russian hockey players play in the United States and live here. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's, that's what's so funny about hockey specifically is that every one of those players plays in the NHL and they're just going over yeah. to Russia to play for their, their home country. Then they'll all live here for the rest of their lives. Yeah. yeah. But nonetheless, you know, I, I think it's a complicated issue. Yeah. Indeed. Tim. Damn. Close out this episode of the Game Over Dragon Show. What was Nick's? Punch in the face. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like Mine that. went fast. Yeah, The pure one's gone downhill. No. Look at, his eyes, look at him. He's his drunk. Eyes He's punching Madonna. He's no, swinging, good, taking good, swings at the... Okay, <laughs> I'm going yeah, to go with what like... words don't you like. Ooh. And I'm not, I'm not talking, you know, racist words or like bad words. Booger. Okay. I don't like the word booger. There we go. It's not a gross a word. Yeah. Snot. I like that word. Wait, you what? like it? That's not the it's game awesome word. It's awesome. He calls it a little snot. It's messed up. I don't think there's a word in the English language I, I don't like. like. Really? Well, everything has its place. Of course, not the not the ones that are a little more taboo or racist. I don't particularly yeah. care to use any of those. But I think a good booger joke. Yeah, Greg. I'm not like gross. I'm like yeah. Yeah. a like lot that. of a lot of people don't like the word moist. Yeah, yeah. Moist. I was gonna say that. That's the word I was gonna say. Moist. I say it to Cheryl all the time because it fucking freaks her out. Moist. It's I'm weird. like it's the air is very moist. Well, when you say it like that, it's disgusting. <laughs> you should have heard that in my ears. It was. It's. You guys don't hear what uh-huh. I hear. It's moist. Mm. That just kind of almost knocked Portillo off my lap. You know what I'm talking about. See, I don't, I don't like the words. I don't beautiful. like the words ointment. Ointment. Okay. Oh, you don't mm. like ointment or frog. Frog. Frog bothers me. What? But with what boi- is wrong with frog? Both of those words are the only words you can call those things. Like a frog? You call it a toad. That little motherfucker's toad's a frog. Toad's a different animal. Toad's a, yeah, toad's not the same thing. Like a frog looks like a frog, you know? Yeah. But I don't like how they look. They bother me. That word. awesome, man. You should, oh, drink, you should drink some more bourbon. Oh, real, real quick. What about moist? Is it, is it the, what it stands for? What it, The meaning behind it? Or is it I just the way it sounds? I think that a lot of it has to do with the, the, a, a specific connotation of the yeah. word. Yeah. So, Women don't like that. They don't like thinking about going that. Going on that, there is all. no word I like. For a woman's nether regions. Really? None. They're all horrible. No, I'll give you that. Yeah, it's horrible. horrible, I don't think. But I don't, like, I don't there's think so. some of the meaner ones that like we're not even gonna talk no, no, about. No, no, no. Because those are bad. But, but like, even vagina is cumbersome and scientific. I don't like that. And then like there's one that's like I've heard some middle ground on. Because some people are like, Oh, it's totally cool, and I'm like, No, that's not cool. And there's some people that are whatever, it's what is it? an S. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you, What do you guys think about that? No, no. I don't like that word. That's that word's no, no. That, nah, word's no good. S. Yeah. It was like, a movie. To, oh, I see. I'm not gonna go for uh, that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, not uh, good. Uh, so that's not okay, grab. right? Yeah, I don't think so. Me neither. Yeah, I, like I, would, yeah, I don't well, think it's the S one is like kind of also kind of kind of a because there's a couple S ones. One. Yeah, I guess kind so. of a derogatory. Well, it's like the there. Yeah, like. A lot of them have that negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like like vagina is not not like actually I don't have a problem with like vagina at all. It's just it's clinical. So scientific. Yeah. Exactly, it's yeah. clinical. I think same, the, the, same the connotation that we have. Another with thing, it, you know, mm, like it's, it's, I don't it's like. Just, sorry, continue. Horny is another one that I just think stupid. It sounds mm. childish. It's eighties. And so it's like, well, I'm sexually aroused. Like, no, that doesn't work either. Yeah. Let okay. me ask you this: Hot. Do yeah. you? And this is, this is prying. Feel free not to go too far into this, but like, do you ever make reference of that to your significant other? And if so, does it feel awkward? Like, do you ever talk 
when you when you start getting into the more dirty talk. When I'm eating wings out there. Is that how you talk about he's it? Rubbing, he's I'm rubbing, rubbing eating wings. barbecue sauce on his nipples. And I'm going to eat some of those honey wings. Some honey barbecue wings. I don't, do I don't know what barbecue. the hell I'm talking about anymore. Uh, no, Tim, I like the word frog, and I'll tell you why. Because without the word frog, you wouldn't have the word frog man. And frog man is badass. I don't what? even know what you're talking about. The frog about. man is the original Navy SEAL. That's what they used to call Navy SEALs before they had the word Navy yep, SEAL. Yep, that's true. Back in the day, and I think we're talking World War II? Mm-hmm. They, when the dive, when diving became a thing, scientifically possible, they would have these rebreathers, and and guys would go, and they specifically had to develop longer fins and longer breathing, app- bigger breathing apparatus, so they could dive in and syn- synchronize, swim up to a boat, bomb it, get out. They were called frogmen because they looked like frogs. So how'd they, they go eyes. from frog to seals? And why would they go to seals? Stands cooler? is an acronym for what? Ooh, this is gonna be a good one. Uh, it's I feel like C- Colin should know. Mm, it's all know. the things they do. It's like uh, Expo- is it explosives. I don't know. I'll look it up. Look it up. Yeah, it's an acronym. Hmm. I know that because when they spell it, they spell it like S E, little A L or something oh. like that. Thanks to Family Ties, I know scuba, self-contained underwater breathing, breathing apparatus. apparatus. Yeah. That's a great episode. Wow. That's awesome. It's a great episode. So yeah, so I love I love and, and there used to be a GI Joe toy called the Frogman. The Frogman. Frog Frog he was a great. He, 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 he wore he wore a gray wetsuit yep. with a red chess piece with the Cobra logo on it. He came with flippers and like a harpoon gun. <laughs> he was the bomb. Yeah, he was and also, so, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I just read about, I, re- I read all about this because I lo- I'm just fascinated by Navy SEALs and I watch a lot of uh, different documentaries about them. They, there was a great... Sea, uh, air, and land, it means. There it is. Sea, air, and land. So, S-E, excuse me. So, the sea, air, and land. S-E. So, yeah, they're badasses. But they used to be called frogmen. That was before they had, there was a while where they didn't even, you know, they didn't tell you that Navy SEALs were real. So, thing. this is blowing my mind right now. Yeah. So, there's a, a show on Nickelodeon in the 90s. Called Navy Seals? No, it's called Charlie man. Sheen and Michael Bean. Great film. Oh, man. This is so bad. I did like that movie. Kablam! Oh. It was called Kablam! Yeah. And there was a short in it where there was action figures, and one was super strong and super naked, and one was a... Okay. M- Meltman! Meltman was his name, and he was one of those frog guys, but he was melted. He was one of the G.I. Joe frog dudes. I'm, I'm trying to bring up a picture of him. So to, Frogman was, was bad. And they said yeah, something about Frogman, and it was a joke, and everyone laughed, and I didn't get it, because I was dumb and little. But now, wow, this makes so much sense, but he was melted. Meltman. Yeah. yeah. One of the uh, one of the reasons why we have waterproof watches is because of, because of frog the frogs. No, frogmen. They, they needed something to time their uh, maneuvers together, so they needed to be precise, mm. so that you know they'd go, if they were bombing a ship or something, they'd know when the hell to swim away. And so that's what we have a lot of technology from them. What do you guys feel about hoo ha? Hoo ha. Hoo ha. That's for, for, for the it's another dumb one. For the it just stuff. sounds dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is dumb. Uh, I don't really know. Animal. I'll tell you, I'm I'm actually probably the worst at talking dirty to anyone because I would use God. that word and it would just kill the mood. Wait, wait, who? Are we, we're not even talking dirty though. This is just talking. How do you I'm talk gonna, to I'm people? I'm gonna come. I'm gonna go over there and touch your hoo ha. No. Nope. Do you think it's something because Awkward. I mean, does penis Awkward. sound better to us just because we've grown up with penises See, and dealt I feel with that like the, there's your a whole lot life? Of words for that that are okay. And this is just funny. The more innocent one, wiener. It still sounds weird to say. Schlong. Schlong. Dong. Even dick. Dick. dick I feel fine. like dick is the easy way to go. Like. That's not nasty, and that's not like super scientific. How do you or what do you word do you use to refer to it? To Mine? women, yes. When you're talking to a woman, wait, wait, to women, to my own thing, it's yeah. a wiener. I got a wiener. So you but say, hey, I, I would like wiener. you to engage in some sort of activity with my wiener. That's what you say. How do you approach women? I don't. I don't know how to do it. No one ever taught me this. I'm really awkward when it comes to dirty talk. I mostly just kind of like you know move like an amoeba. You know, I kind of. Come up on them. And then just... What is what is amoeba sex like? 
It's really organic. It's sort of like uh, that Matt Dillon movie, The Blob, back in the day. I don't know if you ever saw that. That was a that remake one. of the original. It was one. a remake of that one. I just try to work that into every conversation. Okay. Dude, there are so many awesome so, G.I. Joes. That's what he's looking. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what's Colin doing over there? I'm Any other words? Yeah, so what actually, got? I don't, it's not really a word as it is an ending of a word. Okay. Oh. 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 Needle, dirigible, uh. falafel. That falafel? <laughs> the oh at the end of oh. a, a words that like it bothers me. Whenever it bothers I, your yeah. mouth? Well, it, may, it bothers saying it, and then like, whenever I hear it, it just, it just doesn't, like, I just. Mm. But I love the word uh, dirigible. The dirigible is a fun word. Dirigible. Um, Spectacle. No. I like spectacle. Testicle. Another scientific <laughs> one. <laughs> these are all good words. I like all these words. It's that, ooh, at the end. Hmm. Colin, while you're going down that hole right now, who is your favorite G.I. Joe character? Quick. Oh, man. Firefly? Whoa. No. Whoa. Channing Tatum. <laughs> who played in the movie? Did not like G.I. Joe's. Really? Okay. Yeah, I hated G.I. Joe because it ruined Flint. Transformers. I think it was Flint in the movie. Mm-hmm. Flint, yeah, he was. Yeah. We're looking at pictures. That's who you think of? Oh yeah, that's him. That's one of the Frogmen. Yeah. Cool. Great. How you we didn't found... like G.I. Joe? That's Storm, kind of one of the Storm Shadow that's, was the best. That's incredible. Joe, Joe anytime there was a guy you were thinking of from the Storm yes, Shadow, it was. But the anytime there was Storm Shadow or Snake Eyes, Storm, Storm Shadow or Snake so, Eyes. That's so Snake Eyes was a badass. That's so trite though, man. You know that that's trite. Everyone loves Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. Because Storm Shadow was the best, dude. He was the he was he was the bad guy you loved to love. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What's Ballard Sean? Yep. Okay. No one liked Flint. No what? one liked Hawkeye. Hawk, excuse me. Yeah. General Hawk. General Hawk. No one liked those guys. The, I can't believe you. Wait, so Greg, you didn't Quick, like GI Joe when you were no. a kid? That's unbelievable to me. I was fucking obsessed with GI Joe. For I years. Army stuff never did it for me. It I wasn't just, even the army because it's so fucking campy and weird. Like, cool. G- so like cool. did you ever? Did you, you remember GI Joe the movie? Like the cinematic well, movie. The intro to that when they're in, when they're fighting around the Statue of Liberty is like one of the fucking coolest things when I was a kid ever. I was obsessed with that. And uh, I remember saying when I saw the G.I. Joe movie, the first one, which was, you know, the new one, which is fucking terrible. Uh, yeah, they made two, I was yeah, ta- I remember, they made two I, of those bad boys. I remember I saw it with Hillary and I was like, wouldn't it have been funnier and cooler if they just, if they just accepted what G.I. Joe was, which was kind of like outrageous and recreated that scene with re- oh, like, it went, like CG so and cool. real. You, you know the thing <laughs> yeah, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Greg? No, I'll have to show all. you this. This is like an, this is like very famous, like eighties cartoon intro. Like where the GI Joes are fighting Cobra like on and around the Statue of Liberty, it's like it's like fucking so good. And I was like, wouldn't that have been awesome if they just opened the movie with that, with like the Joes fighting Cobra in New York City, like and like just that would have been amazing. Realistic, tweet that at whoever's directing the third one because I'm sure (laughs) they need some help right now. But like GI Joe was just so good, like so colorful and so amazing. The good guys were cool, the bad guys were cool. But Firefly was my dude, and that was and I really got that from my brother. Firefly was the was Cobra's explosives expert. Yeah, he, he dressed like a ninja, in like gray, like gray and black. See, I don't know if I remember Firefly. Hold on, let me look him up. Yeah, that's that. Was, that I was just funny. I just remember that he wasn't as cool as Snake Eyes. And I remember he didn't come with much. He came with like a briefcase, like with his explosives and like a pistol. I thought Firefly cool. was one of the dreadnoughts. No, maybe not dreadnought. Is, is anybody else here like an expert in how GI Joes like can be like how they're, how they're with the rubber band in the center? Band oh yeah, hook. oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What I used to change about? my... I Action like, figures back in the day used to be held together by a rubber band through their core. And a rubber band would eventually dry out and snap. So you'd yeah. be playing with them and they'd snap and it would hit your hand. And then they'd and then just you'd come have, apart. You'd ha- yeah, you'd have a dude in two pieces. And so every I kid, every kid when, he was, when you were a kid, if you had G.I. Joe's, mastered the fine toys. art. Spider-Man did these too. 
of going back in and you'd wrap around these little hooks that held it all together. You'd like loop it through and wrap it, wrap it, wrap it, wrap it, wrap it. And then you'd stretch and wrap that final one and boom, you had a brand new toy. The other thing is like you could could twist their torsos a lot too. And then, yeah, Mm. that way. Yeah, Yeah. and you could buy like the replacement ones. A little known fact about me is that Greg knows this a little bit is that like I'm a huge G.I. Joe nerd and I have like 300 and something G.I. Joes. I have like like from 1982 to 1994 like about about 300 of them and i was collecting them like into college like i'd go back on ebay every once in a while and be like i'm missing this dude from the 1984 collection you still have those yeah i have them we're definitely playing with those i have i have them all out i I should bring i should bring them back here every time i go home i go through them oh yeah 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 wow what an obscure (laughs) character to love is that no that's that's a newer one yeah let me see let me look back we don't have to do this on the air but all right any other words people hate (laughs) was it this guy no, you got nothing, you got nothing oh, else? Man, no. find him. David Ballard, thanks for joining oh, us. Fine. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. We you love you. You guys are amazing. You should move yeah, up thank there you. and be on the show. Yeah, more. come, come back. Well. Come back soon. Yeah, yeah okay. Can't say publicly, but... Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Game Over Greggy Show. Thank you so much for listening and or watching. Remember, once a week, four, sometimes five best friends get in a room and go through random topics. Then Friday, we post a high-quality MP3 on GameOverGreggy.BandCamp.com for $1. Then Monday, you can get the whole episode as a video for free on YouTube.com slash GameOverGreggy, GameOverGreggy.com for short. It's been a pleasure serving you tonight. Until next time, keep on drinking bourbon. Oh, yeah, and go follow Polite San Diego on Twitter. Then make sure you go to see Eric Castro at Polite Provisions, 4696 30th Street in San Diego. Let us know what your favorite G.I. Joes are in the comments no. below. Like, no. subscribe, share. What What don't you like about this I'm guy? Not, I don't remember him at all. He oh, looks okay. awesome. I don't remember that's remember Destro, another bad. Remember, you're like 20 years older than Colin, yeah, totally so he's probably. This guy. I used to like have this different guy. GI Joes. Yeah, than yeah, I had them all. Even that's I, so. My bro, my brother's 11 years older than me, and I inherited his GI Joes when I was younger, Dude. from like 82 to 86, and then I started collecting them in like 87, 88, and I, we put our collections together. Remember, the 82 GI Joes had straight arms. They didn't. Their arms didn't curve like this, and so those are actually really valuable. Really? Yeah. I only remember sucks. the ones I had. Just everything was kind of twistable. Yeah, yeah. That only started so happening cool. in 1983. Points of articulation. Greg, were you trying to close it out? I think we totally closed it out, and then it just kept going. <laughs> Transformers is better too. than G.I. Joe. Goodbye. Ghostbusters is better than Transformers and G.I. Joe. See ya. Bye.